0: Final countdowns here. We are live! Yeah! Alright. We are live back. Alright, the the clock on.
1: I always forget. Now we're live.
0: <laughs> Slow moving clock. Alright, new music. New week. New season because we're only week two. It is calling the audible. New host. Oh, we slimmed down the host uh quantity. We had yeah, like we five. slimmed
1: down by getting rid of Simone.
0: Simone. He wasn't slim. We had what, five people for one show? <laughs> you
2: <laughs> Eagle?
1: We used to have four. Back in the sportier days, we used to have quite a few. We used to have like
2: six. We had like a rotating cast depending oh, on the I division. Was,
1: it was awesome. It was the most fun I've ever had. It was, it was also very hard to coordinate. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. <laughs> I
2: remember one
0: time Eagle uh, started take a little break going on a Pokemon hunt. I go, Eagle, where are you going?
2: I'm chasing Pokemon characters? There was like something really rare that spawned outside that I wanted. So I went for a run. I have
1: no idea what that sensation is like. <laughs> so I, I can't. So Does
0: Eagle it. enjoy uh, chasing Pokemon or, or having sex? Yes. Which one? Well,
1: same time. Uh, even better. Yeah, what do you think, PC? I think I can see him like pumping away, and he's got <laughs> the phone <laughs> just laid out, just scanning <laughs> the area, and then like you know, like suggesting like, hey, you know, maybe we change room. Maybe you know, have, have we used the living room yet? Have we christened the, the, the bathtub? Have we have we tried? Have we have we tried Andrew Dan and his parents? Place
2: or the driveway?
1: Mm, driveway sex. You go get very uncomfortable. Very few topic. people
2: know that reference, but that's cool.
0: You go for Br- The driveway sex from? What's
1: that movie?
0: Uh, there's so many movies with that. No,
1: no. The driveway sex uh, famously is. Anybody watching? What's that movie? Burt Reynolds is in it. It's old. I'm old.
2: Wow, Burt Reynolds is in it, so I hope it's old.
0: Uh, yeah. Dallas Forty
2: North Dallas Forty, whatever it's called. No.
0: The late Burn Reynolds, who passed away. Yes. All right, uh, P. C. Del
1: Rezi. Wh- 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 plot line: uh, porn star is what? Is it some he's like a porn dude. The best little whorehouse. No, <laughs> believe it or not, no.
2: <laughs> that's an actual
0: movie. Not, not, not North da- Dallas Forty. That's not for sure. Uh, Boogie, Nights. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. That's it. Boogie
2: Nights. With Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg and I Julianne just... Moore and Louise Guzman. Wow. For some reason,
1: I was staring at you because he would have the answer, and I couldn't think of of Mark Wahlberg's name. <laughs> which is funny. Everyone He's, else thinks of it when they see yeah. me so
2: yeah. All right, so Callie John Radimble. C Riley was in that movie. He yeah, right? yeah, yeah. John Sheel
1: skinny John C. Riley. William he played Macy? a porn star. Wow. It's a good movie. It's cast. Like, wow.
2: I feel
0: like we're doing like the best Burt Reynolds movies during the show. Oh my god. It looks like it's gonna Oh happen. my God, that's my jam. Yeah, we might do that at some point. So it is uh, Division three today, Eagle am I correct? And six. Uh, six an hour, for, let, hour let's
1: not do 48 minutes of Division 3 I we do
0: 49 minutes of Division 3 like go over team by team one less minute
2: <laughs> i would be amazed and in the last point.
1: three weeks we just did Division 6 <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: exactly alright that's it for Division 6 that concludes our Division 6 wrap up we also have special guests this week so this will be a recurring uh, segment I guess you can call it for future Calling the Ottawa episodes so today we have Andrew Langbert who's previously been a contributor um, who is playing in Division 4 and I want to say 5 and that's a perfect time Having division three segments. Well, I mean, it happens. We have Rory. Ooh, and I can never pronounce your name. Samarjan. There we go. Samarjan, Who's going to be he's joining next us? Week, no. He what? Pieces boys coming this week or next this week? This week. This, this PC's week. Pieces boys in on. He'll twenty minutes to yell at you because he hates yeah. you. Oh man! Hey, what's going on here? And we also have uh, JF Deloz, who's going to be coming on later tonight. He's so, very
1: tall and very handsome. He's a very good player. And uh, secondarily, physiotherapist,
2: one of our partners That's with. Physio extra.
1: We'll ask yeah. him about it.
2: He'll,
0: they, he'll they, promote they got it some on nice our. publicity in the team uh, shots for for a spring final weekend that we have. Hey, in August.
1: do you think steroids? Jagerbomb?
0: Maybe. No, they they actually. You uh, don't drink
2: steroids. No.
1: Says you. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> don't
2: tell me. What to no do. wonder those Jagerbombs are so flavorful.
0: Hey, They had a really good game. We'll talk about that during the division. So, Absolutely. hour number one, it's three and six in 6D. So, I have to break it down to 15 minute uh, segments here. So, uh, no more 48 minutes for one division of the big division. And so, we will have. I saw it f- in
1: your face that, like, you just, like, something you forgot. You just <laughs> didn't keep track of time. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. I was like,
0: dang, we have 50 minutes to do two divisions. Well, we have about now... 50 is the two f- largest divisions at that. Well, we got about 55 minutes now left to do three divisions here. But let's talk about Division 3 quickly here. Uh, from what we saw, piece before we get into the topics and uh, breaking down Andrew Langbert, who will be on, on with us in how many minutes? 90 seconds. All right, 90 seconds. <laughs> we have 90 seconds to break down
1: Div 3. Quickly, your thoughts here in Div 3.
0: will caught your attention?
1: Um, in Div 3... Um, as I'm loading the page, Melissa, we caught your attention because the internet. Well, Niners, the Niners
0: uh, continue to uh, roll and go here. They were very <laughs> impressive in their victory uh, at Hebert. Uh, I look at uh, one thing in Division Three in terms of what we'll talk about. Um, Jagerbaum, very good game. They played All hooks All hooks had an 8 nothing lead. You just early said on. Niners.
2: All right, sure. Let's see Jagerbaum.
0: Well, we'll talk about the Jagerbaum. I want to confuse you here. Uh, Jagerbaum, game of the week, by the way. Playing all hooks, fantastic game. 8 nothing lead. It looked like all hooks were going to run away. No Seal Levine in the game. No Simone Duchesne in the game. So the quarterbacks were the backups. So the backups who were playing. But what we saw in that football game was excellent execution by the all hooks, defensively speaking, here. The pass rush was phenomenal. They had five sacks from Lafroix uh, Patrie. They were really good in that football game and they really controlled it. Even though that scoreline is, is misleading, they were actually up by. Uh, would it amount to be uh, an eight-point lead with about a few plays left in the football game? But a really good game. Perhaps we can see these two teams play each other in the playoffs.
1: So I know I know that the the two teams I'm about to mention have very different have had very different paths uh, to to success or lack thereof uh, in one case. But just evaluating the talent on both teams, Mo, better receiving core for Ryan Karouf, Jaegerbaum, or Finessers. Thought, you know I thought about. You might finesses have like a four time receiver year and they're zero the oh, two right line. now,
0: right? Uh, the the, the is really uh, Mapungwara, and by the way, the Mapungwara actually played for All Hooks in that football game. He did. Yeah, I was like, what the hell's going Betrayed. on here? <laughs> straight betrayal, straight It was like, what the believes going on here? And You can see his, his stats right there. All right, hey, we're walking in by Andrew Langford actually, so we, we're, we're we're flipping over here. Andrew Langford here with us on calling the audible. Good evening, Andrew. How you been, hey. sir?
1: I'm doing well
0: now. how are you? I'm very well. We have PZ and Eagle in the nest. Hello, gentlemen.
1: How's it going, bud? Where's s Oh, we uh, we fired him. Yeah, he's, he's in court. It was now. merciless. I, I got to laugh and point for hours as we did it. He cried. It was amazing. He invited his whole family over because he thought it was a, a pleasant experience and celebration of his time here in FPF, and instead we mercil- mercilessly fired him.
3: What a start to
0: 2020. I love that.
3: I know, I know.
1: We're,
0: we're, we're flying here. Well, it's actually, been a great year
1: so far. He's been promoted to uh,
0: to uh, sales of uh, the calling Audible. He's a corporate yeah. overlord <laughs>
1: and uh, PZ's babysitter right now. Is yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, so I need to ask you, Andrew. Um, yeah. So the camera that you bring to the football field every week. Yes. Uh, is it like an OCD thing for your stats? Is that what it is?
3: Uh, not for my stats. It started you know, a few years ago with hockey, actually. I like just... I was always like the kid who, obviously, watched a ton of Sports Center, and then I was like, "Why can't I film myself?" If I'm always replaying these highlights in my head, and then you see, you know you pick yourself one way, and then you see yourself another way, and then it started in hockey, and then it rolled over to football, and um, you know everybody makes fun, and then they message me on Facebook for highlights. Hey, did you get my catch? Hey, did you get this play? This that play? And so um, I sort of just stuck with it.
1: have have you uh it's a two-part question so the first part is have you seen um you know since you started watching film have you noticed an improvement in your game that's the first part i don't i don't
3: know like i don't sit there dissecting film uh it probably has helped me like subconsciously Mm
4: -hmm.
3: um but i don't know I, i i wouldn't say that there's a direct correlation between the two um the honestly it it even started with SPF in the sense of like you know we always wanted to be on game of the week mm-hmm. and then you know you would come around it would be like voting once a week for your division and then you had to pray to God that people were going to vote for you so I was like well, why don't I just take this into my own hands and just you know do it on my own but um,
1: yeah I don't know I don't think so second part of that question um, mm-hmm. Do you, when, you, when using that camera in the bedroom did it also subconsciously help you improve your form
3: hmm no. no, no,
1: I, I, I don't know. You were just born no. this way. Yes. All right. Got so it. Got
2: yeah, it. I'm a, I'm a subpar performer in, in
3: yeah, both Still on the field. <laughs> as well. uh,
2: Andrew, I do have a little surprise for you. So if you happen mm-hmm. to be in front of a computer or anything, go to the website. Kay. Go check out yeah. the box score. So yeah. right now I'm looking at oh, the Yeager Ball game. We have a new stat category. So we have the individual stats, which is the receiving yards and everything. We've recently introduced a play by play, which shows the progress of the game, still tweaking it. We just rolled out a brand new tab of team stats. (laughs) So this will show you total yards, average plays per touchdown, total offensive touchdowns, pass run ratios, punts, point point after attempt, successful over attempted, and everything. So there's some brand new stats for you to analyze and tell me what I got wrong. I love that. Where is it, though?
1: Uh, if you it's, go on the box it's, uh, score, it's actually not next gen. This is actually like three gens. Yeah, ago. it's
0: like warp one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, one.
3: okay. It's not on the actual team page. It's on no, the it's actual on, box. Yeah, it's scores.
1: on the box score for that box game. Scores.
3: I love that. So there's Andrew, a lot of. I'm I'm on my phone, but there's a lot of errors right now.
2: I know. I'm sure there are because our scorekeepers aren't the best sometimes. But uh, no. we're getting there. Oh, I'm, really good. Uh, I'm uh, good. Andrew, good. Uh, Andrew uh, do you get
0: more upset throwing that? an INT later? or dropping an INT? Oh
3: my God. Oh man, I think that's a. It depends on the game situation. Dropping an INT on fourth down isn't the biggest deal. I, I, yes, yeah. I mean, look, I, this season I'm off to a brutal start as a quarterback, and it's a brutal feeling because you're directly responsible for your team's result as a quarterback, whether you like it or not. So, I get
1: anytime, used to it, Andrew. I promise you.
3: I know. Anytime you throw a pick, I think is a bad time. Um, I, I've. It's very rare that. Um, like on defense, at least you have like the next play. On offense, it's the the other team has the ball right away. So I think I think throwing an INT is worse.
0: So what? Why the own two star? What what has happened for this half stars team to not get off to the traditional we roll and go and and beat teams by forty five points? Yeah. Um,
3: week one was entirely on me. Just I I, I want to blame it on Russ, but it was just like under throws, overthrows. One guy made an insane one handed pick. Uh, if you want to talk about good interception, I threw one away on fourth down that acted as a punt. Is they were going to get the ball in our two-yard line. They got it at midfield, so I'll take that one. But um, yeah, also like we've had, uh, we haven't had our full roster yet. Um, but it, credit to the teams that we've played, uh, they're, they're both very, very good teams, contenders, I would say. And um, yeah, like we we have a tough schedule. We have our good roster. We you know, we we know that we're going to be uh, in the playoff hunt and one of those serious contenders at the end of the year, but it's it's definitely been a, a weird start for us. We're not used to this
1: kind of uh, this kind of start. Um, so yes, you 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 were talking about uh, it being sort of um, how can I put it like you know like rust and whatnot. How much of it though is is that you sort of like brought up a lot of the guys that you played with in, um, what's that team name now, but the Division 5 team. Process? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the process and bringing them uh, along with uh, you know, you know, guys like Rockman and, and Smoota that you've played with in, in higher divisions before.
3: Um, those guys bail me out all the time. Um, honestly, the, the 0-2 start is not on the supporting cast. I, I'm, I'm going to take the blame. I call the plays on defense. I call the plays on offense. And uh, it's just been a rough start in that way. Like I think also for defense, it usually takes a little bit longer to gel. And when you're not the full roster and we're not used to guys switching positions and everything like that, having guys out of their regular spots, it hurts. So you have to put a little bit more pressure on the offense too. But um, yeah, no, those guys, Groper, uh, D'Andre, obviously, you know, uh, uh, Pease, like th- these guys are, are unbelievable. It's it's not a question of like talent. Are they good enough in 4A? It's, it's more like, uh, we're gonna have to gel and, and keep working and uh, make sure that by the time playoffs come around, we're ready to go.
1: Yeah, because the roster on paper is like I look at it and it's like solid. Pre-pre mixed no. championship is what it's called. So,
3: so one one caveat: Matt Burra is done. Um, that sucks. And that's a that's a, big, that's a big loss for us. He got He's hurt. Had ankle issues. Yeah, he has ankle issues. Unfortunately, that sucks. Um. So, yeah, that, that's a big loss because we, we lose him at corner, at receiver, and just obviously a, a great kid. But, um, yeah, no, it's uh, we, we definitely have a great roster. I don't, uh, there's a lot of good teams. Like, when we when we won in Division D1 in the summer, like, our roster was great, but um, the mix of, like, good and, and, and uh, mediocre teams was um, not as good in the summer, so there was a lot of blowouts, but every single game in this division is going to be tight. And, um obviously 4A is a, is, a, is a serious division, so it's going to be uh, a lot tougher than, than just uh, beating teams by 30 points, as Mo said.
0: Is it a must-win this week against KGP Raw, given um, that you're 0 yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. We, I mean, every game is a must-win, but you can't go 0-3. You cannot do that. And then you look at our, our schedule, we still have Corey's boys, Bandit Brothers, we have uh, Outlaws, um, Eskimo and, and Brothers. All, all, Eskimo Brothers. All these teams are experienced teams, and uh, really good players. So um, if we fall to and through, we're going to be in big trouble.
0: Well, Mister uh thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, I just want to know if you had a, a fetish for stats uh, with your. I, I
3: love I love stats. I love stats, but also Simon screwed up. He told me I was going to be doing Division Three.
2: This was Division 3. Yes. But we, we're interested more than you. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get back to 3. Yeah, Diffie's
0: a back burner issue, we'll, we'll focus on you. You're the front burner for us. Okay. You're, you're the okay. Okay. of our eyes. How about Do you that? have any analysis
2: okay. for Division 3 to contribute to, or are you going to teach these boys a lesson?
3: Um, honestly, there's a lot of teams that I, I wasn't aware, like moved up to Division 3 or, or down in, in some cases. Neither did I. So it's definitely going yeah, to be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, you know, Obviously, uh, every team at, the, at that point is like it's extremely experienced, uh, but very much like Division 4, I think it's going to be a tight division across the board, and uh, there's no clear, clear-cut favorite of like, okay, this, this team's just going to run away with it, which is uh, obviously great from a competition standpoint.
4: All right,
0: we'll see half-stars in Diff3 next winter. All right, then, Andrew. Right. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, my man. Uh, good luck this week against KHP Raw, and uh, if you guys win, you guys are back in the playoff race. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Take care. Take care. And Langbert of uh Half Stars. I think he's a little bit caught off guard by your uh in the room camera work.
1: Listen, man, the people delay. need to know. The people need to know the truth. Yeah,
0: he had a little hitch. Like he was about to throw that football and he just hissed. He's like, Oh and then he threw an nineteen step. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we'll go back to what we were supposed to do, talk day three. Uh overview as the Eagle has that posted up here. Jagger defeating the olives. I thought it was the best game. Of what I saw from the Div well, 3.
1: another one, <laughs> and of course i no longer on the page, but another one that Shaker. got my attention was a game that uh, was, attention was brought to it on the Instagram stories, which, by the way, if you haven't followed us yet on Instagram, it's Flag Plus. There's a there's amazing content on there on a daily basis. Uh, Greendale Human Beings and Dirty Dogs. And it was asked for predictions. And uh, I don't remember what the results were. Um, well, it was a entire game? But I, no, but I don't know oh, what the re- oh, results yes, of the poll for the were. Yes. Uh, if you can check it, eagle, if it hasn't expired. But uh, essentially, this turned out to be a tie game. Oh, and and what's cool here is, uh, you know, Ryan Lalnuski is, you know, f- guy who played Division One as the Dave Chitty at, and so on and so forth. Pat Chanards on a team, um, just you know, really good team, and and the best version I think of Dirty Dogs that we've seen in a while and then a team that comes in that annoys everyone every time they play because they look like they should be beatable and it's just Danny Aylward continuing to work uh, with his group uh, and them too like their, their additions of Zach's and Kendall Myers it, it was cool like is the upstarts with the best version of their team and Dirty Dogs now a commodity in Division 3 and the best version that they brought together and what that resulted in was a tie between both teams.
2: What an odd couple though Kendall Myers with uh, <laughs> Queen Deal Human Beans. I mean, not really. You think of it as... You they always need at least one guy to stretch the field, right? So and just they're coming
1: to, up a division so they have cap room.
2: Yeah, exactly. So the the system always requires someone to go deep because otherwise all, you, all your safety does is just cheat on everything down low and you end up with just a bunch of jams. So if you send one guy over top, someone has to take him or he's wide open you just lob him for the touchdown. Kendall Myers can be that guy. He can go up and get deep balls. He can grab anything over a defender's heads or he well, can run the quick focused. little slant routes.
0: He's had his moments where he's had the yips and he's dropped the football. Okay, I fine, but I, I still, else.
1: Think, I mean, I still a great take fit. my my chances with Kendall Myers catching the ball versus Kendall Myers dropping the ball. He he's got a little, a little more one category than the other. I hope he does. Uh,
0: can we? By the way, for the targets, is there not a category for targets? There
2: is. Uh, so th- that there works? is. We're just not pushing it to the site just yet, but we are capturing
1: it. But yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're, All we're getting there. up and doing keeping the targets is not. Is the, going honestly, for, a for crap. quarterbacks, for quarterbacks who get messages the day after game, like. Hey, I only have one cash, you gotta get me more involved. And like you think back, like, <laughs> yeah, you had four targets. That's you know, twenty percent of my passes. That's that's pretty much standard. So
2: week one we have play by play, week two we have team stats. Let's see what happens, week three. Targets? Maybe. <laughs> well, I think it'd be in, well, I know targets is more of a generic FPF
0: thing, not just a division three thing, but I think it'd be quite fascinating because if you're game planning and you guys still play in the league, if you're game planning you say, Well, Alex Alka mm-hmm. has been targeted fifteen times. He has six catches, so that means, you know, he's Converting this one for 45% rate. So, I mean, it's a pretty. Leave me th-
1: open, coach. That would never happen. Oh, man. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Uh, so, look, um, we talked about the fact that Jagerbaum won all hooks, uh, the Greendale Human Beans game against Dirty Hooks, 34 uh, 34 game. Dirt, sorry, Dirty, Dirty Dogs, dogs. Uh, tie game. One thing to uh, one thing that was fascinating about this roster is that Rod Lalanowski, I don't know he's going to kill me for not, but he actually reached out to me, hey, what do you think about Pat Schnard? I go, hey, Pat's a really good player. And think about it. Pat is coming off uh, an Achilles heel injury from mm-hmm. last March, where in fact his Division Two team, uh, Bad Boys, had to stop the game against Braves Two Point Oh and and pretty much forfeit the rest of the game. So for Patchenard to make it back in short amount of time, less than a year, and excel and contribute to this team, I think it will help fortify their secondary because they needed someone to help that defense because they can score a lot of points, but they also give up a ton.
1: Well, and also like we know, we know J- Dave Chitty at we know. Uh, Eli Saleh and Cal with, with with this team we know what they can do but adding Pat Chouinard, who's also a known high division quantity but then on top of that bring in you know a good role player like Jay-Z Bennett, who can fill fill any role on your team on either side of the ball and Benji Ziegler who's just a straight burner that's that's some nice pieces for, for, for uh, Dirty Dogs
0: uh, any other games that caught your attention Pisa before we get to the
1: topics here for Div 3 um, opening the page slowly did you buy um, time I don't understand what's hap- oh I get, but it's a topic for later um, <laughs> so I was yeah, we'll no, tease so I a, tease was there actually I was actually there that. for Lonzo Ballers they at it um, and it was a fun game man like it, it was essentially just constant 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 offense and you know Lonnie Johnson just looking for those intermediate strikes and for guys to stretch it after the catch and Raphael uh, Rafael Dajnay. Of the guys on this team, he's not even the guy you think of first as being the guy to do the damage. You know, Quay Johnson, Liam uh, Liam Gilmore, Hennessy O'Reilly. These are guys we've, we've mentioned on this podcast before. Raf Dajane is not necessarily a guy... We've talked about a ton before touchdowns this game. And I, I had to turn to Simon who's scorekeeping the game, uh, who's been fired from the media as I said, but he's scorekeeping uh, because we, we had we at least let him we we had let him have a pittance, which is of course scorekeeping. And then I, I turned to him and I said, Who's that guy? He's like, yeah, that's Rafael Dajnay's he's, he's having a monster game and then he shows me the stat line. I said, Jesus, that's insane. That's insane. At Aww. least
2: we have a Dagené that's good in this league. That's true. That's well, there's true. been
0: a couple of dashes that have been very Just good. Just not him.
2: Not Simon. No, Simon's not a problem. Um, but but
0: Samoa, how many yards is he at now
2: for, for total pass turns? He's, he's not there. Up. He's not number three now, or he's still number <laughs> he's five? He's missing 20,000 yards to catch Wyeth. Well, not no, doing he's, he's creeped up to number three now. He's so number he's three. Guaranteed he's number three.
0: Well, he's number five entering week one. So where is no, he at he's now? he's number three. He's at, no, he, he didn't jump Ryan uh, uh
2: He's pretty uh, sure he did. Check it out for me, please. If you don't mind.
1: Okay, so, um yeah, and, and then on top of that, just uh, one last thing. About that, that, you know, I think Bojan ability to buy time really helped. Uh, not just you know, study in running, but but specifically he's ability by, by time, uh, It's pretty impressive. He's about eighty
0: yards away from. What I just th- said. Well, I'm just i saying, saying that right now That's It's off. actually seventy-eight. Seventy-eight yards, and then he's not. Good. He's not far away from from Ryan Castor, though. He could maybe get Castner.
1: Yeah, well, Castner's not throwing. No, so he'll he, he may catch him. Okay,
0: so look, uh, are you more surprised, uh, PZ, with? The two and zero start of Jagerbaum with Ryan Caruth, who's played the first two games, or our, or the zero two display from Olux? Because when you think about it, right, the history is showing that Jagerbaum has always been that slow starters out of the gates, and Olux have been always the six and one, six and two at the halfway point, but they always flame out at the end of the season.
1: Um, I I mean I'm not in, I'm not surprised because Jagerbaum's still good, right? Like we didn't we didn't think they forgot how to play, um, and Ryan Karouf is uh, is a good quarterback, and I think this might be an indictment on the n- entire roster construction for Finessers because perhaps the difference is Jaegerbaum. Everyone across the roster can 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 make plays, whereas on f- on Finessers he basically has the, the duo of Nero Suresh and Alex Bakalani, the mapenguara. Uh But on the other side of that, all hooks. <laughs> you score 68 points in your first two games, and you're 0-2, and, um, and that's just because it's the thing. It, they, they, they they can't stop a nosebleed with a tourniquet. Can't finish off games. They can't. Well, they they, they, they can't finish off drives where the, the offense is not celebrating against them.
2: Uh, by the way, uh, Kastner's playing 35-plus, so those yards are going up for him, too. Okay, oh, the yeah, there we go. The race. The
1: race is on. That's true. He is playing there. simo has got to start playing two teams. Well, he did back in two. No, Yeah, but now, now he's locked to one and two. Is the uh, oh, That's reason. true.
0: So you have Craig O'Brien, who's on pace for 50 INTs.
1: Okay, so that was my next thing that I was going to bring up, because I was going to bring up uh, that game. What's going on with, with Craig? That's like, what I want to know.
0: Because <laughs> uh, Craig O'Brien, this is carried over from the spring season, where he had an awful year. Eagle, if you get the stats up for Craig O'Brien from the spring season, please. He had an awful year with his spring team. It's It's kind of... Spilled over so, to the winter season.
1: So uh, spring tends to be a little bit more challenging because all the real flag teams come back, right? You don't, you don't get like these teams that sort of take a shot in a division and new teams, and you know, like there's no, there's usually not any e- easy wins in spring. It's a smaller pool too, so so basically you're taking the same amount of talent and condensing it into to less teams. Um, but then the other side of it here is uh, what I don't understand is this was in theory as teams started being progressed upwards from Division 3 into Division 2, from Division 4 into Division 3, and so on and so forth, this was supposed to be one of the easiest Division 3 pools that Craig O'Brien's thrown in. And he's really struggling. Um, he's got, like, to, to your point, he's, he's on pace to throw 50 interceptions. And that's amazing considering how accurate he is, how great a play caller he is, how how well he he, he progresses through his reads. Um, I I I can't I don't understand it. Um, the only thing I can think of is while the team is well constructed and and has a lot of really smart players, they don't have a ton of guys who who can break away. They don't have to say the athletes that Pull off the top speed that Easy Jake Oven have, for example,
0: or even Niners have for that example. I'm but just saying, like, because they played yeah. them this week, you know. But but the thing is, always now he's averaging about one INT for six passing attempts, which is unheard of. <laughs> That's crazy yeah. when you think about that and. And I think, look, when you look at him or Chris Olsen of Pineapple Express, who has eight ints, five TDs, uh, I know Pineapple Express have had a bit of a odd start to the year. A much younger team here. Who do you think is the Who do you think has a better chance to rebound from their morbid uh, start here? Is it Craig O'Brien or Chris Olsen of Pineapple Express?
1: Well, on the, if it's if you're just looking at quarterbacks, I, I think even even Chris, you know uh, Olson would say. Uh, you can't go against Craig just because we've seen it before. We see him sort of right the ship, and we've seen how good he he is, and and uh, the 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 ceiling on his talent. Um, the thing is with Pineapple Express. The the re- the reason why I think they might be the ones is that they just have a better team all around. Like like Chris Olsen surrounded himself with some some real talent, like uh, you know, AJ Gomes, Dominic Benevento. Uh, Julian McLaren Thompson, like, this is this is a, this is a good team. You
2: know what's Just, gonna happen now? Sorry, you go, go ahead. Keep in mind, if you take a look at last week, right? Olson had a terrible game against KGP, right? Zero six one in terms of his, his stuff. Whereas the week before against Game Changers, he actually played well. I mean, still two ints, but you know with 70% completion rate, a lot of yards and everything. Craig has just not done well two weeks in a row. So you can throw last week's game of uh just a bad week yeah, or so, yeah, week
1: 1 especially. I yeah. tend to not overreact to Oh, uh, we overreact here. <laughs> yeah. We definitely no, do. but just like you know how it is. You're coming off Christmas break. You've been eating too much. You've been drinking too much. You haven't even been thinking about flag and you just come out you come out a little flat and that's all it takes. Um,
2: but then week two, you're not much better, right? Like Craig but, went 4 TD, 3 INTs, yeah, uh, yeah, 40% a, completion rate. Like, that's still not good. Week one's bad. Week two is still
0: bad. He had 14 INTs in spring season. He's at 10 now. And we're not even through uh, a third of the season. And so it's, it's, it'll be quite fascinating to see who can uh, recover from their uh, awful statistical start to the season. And that said, though, like, if he
1: ends the season with 15 INTs. It might still be a great season for him. You know what I mean? Like it's like a James Winston year, right? 50, well, uh,
0: if message goes 50/50, 50 TDs, fifty INTs, that'd be unheard that'd be of. That would be awesome. That
1: would. I'm, uh, by the way, I'm down for someone to do that. Oh,
0: we got someone on the phone now. Eagle? No, we will. We will. Who do we have next coming up? Rory. Oh, Rory Samaritan. He's on, on this summer? show.
1: Yeah. He's on this hour. Oh.
0: Well, okay. I didn't realize he's on hour number one. We have a lot of guests here. This is like, I guess it's like like a uh, radiothon over here. Who's the next guest? We have this one from who? <laughs> reached? Hey. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Maybe so, message him first. Eagle, the speaker's available.
0: Uh, well, I have that question for you, which we'll bring up to Roy Samarajan. We'll get it. Well, we'll answer. start it here, and then we'll continue the conversation. So who right? do you think is a better receiver, Roy Samarajan, who's put up some monster numbers, mm-hmm. or A.J. Gomes, who's put up crazy numbers?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's parsing hairs.
0: Uh, so if, you have, okay, if you're a captain of a team, which you are, and you, you have one receiver to pick,
1: Roy or a- – Am oh, Am I throwing? Uh, am I throwing? throwing, yeah. If I'm throwing just based on the way I like to play, I'm I'm probably going with uh, with AJ Gomes. Okay. Um but I, I again I, like if I got second pick and had to <laughs> and had to take Rory's margin, I I'd be like, alright, that's fine. You know, like I'd be I'd be good with that. Um you know uh AJ AJ's just got really like a next gear and he explodes out of his cuts and then Rory just has magnet hands and there's also a video on Instagram of him making a dude look like a fool. It's awesome. Um, Smirajan. Yeah, he, like, he made a move right, made a move left, and then the guy lost his balance and then came back up to try and grab the flag, and, and Rory was still able to sneak away.
0: Yeah. Well, it appears we cannot get Rory Smirajan now on the show. He must have been
2: scared or probably angry at John or Jordan Rossi or Jason Rossi. Apparently it's because we're an unknown number and it automatically flushes those calls to voicemails. Is that, it really? So well, I automatically. I have another flush- number
1: coming. Hold on, we're good. Oh, we have because uh, it, it's calling. no longer 1985, and you don't have to answer calls you don't know.
0: Yeah, you have to ignore calls. Yeah, you go straight to voicemail. You have recently. if I don't
1: have your phone number saved, I will not answer your call, and I'll Any always, true. I'll always Google this to, to make C-mo sure. Simo you know eight
0: number. calls. You have so many times.
1: Well, I don't answer Simo's calls ever. Simo, hello, Simo. Oh. Rory. Hey, Rory.
5: Hey, how's it going, Roy? How you been? I'm doing good. How are you?
0: Very well, Roy. Submergent on with us here, PZ's boy. How's it going, Roy? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Nice good. For me guys. So we ha- we had a little topic before you came on. Uh, who yeah. is the better receiver? Is it you or AJ Gomes? Uh,
5: I'm not. I'm never gonna say someone's better than me ever. So I'd have to go with me.
0: Uh, I like that. Funny words over there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah.
5: No, I respect his game, though. I know who that is. I I, I respect his game. He's like an extremely, uh, extremely talented guy. But I'm never ever going to say someone's better than me, though. I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah.
0: Oh, a little, little no. hesitancy over there. Your boy, <laughs> no, Peasy no, over here. He's a little hesitant hey, listen, over here. Man, no, he's, himself, he's, huh?
1: he's got the confidence, man. I, and I appreciate that. Of course. Um, yeah, I was saying so. Like Mo asked when you were off uh, off the area, where He asked like, "So who would I choose?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, you are kind of parsing hairs. Like, it doesn't, you know, I'd be happy either way." I said, "You know, like if I had to choose one, just based on the way I play, and if I was the one throwing, it would probably be AJ. Just based on you know that his skill set's somewhat different from yours. Um, mm-hmm. But like, if if I got sec, you know, if I got second pick and, and that other dude chose AJ and I get you, would be like." Okay, I'm equally happy. Like it, it doesn't at that level it doesn't really matter, right? Like Well I think I think he guys. can
5: I I think he he has maybe like he's played a little bit longer than me too and he's played at a little bit of a higher level, right?
1: Yeah, definitely.
5: So I think just based on that, until I actually do that, then yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't argue with your pick, technically, you know?
0: So in a double team, who's coming down to the football? You or him? If, if you're double team by, okay, up
5: in the is, up in the air, up in the air. I have a highlight reel that I can show anybody. That's 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 just, what I'm uh, talking about. Air. That's what he wanted from you. Yeah, that's, no, but in the air, I'm coming down with it. That's that's just I did that the other day. Like it's no, it's easy to me. All right, so so uh, well, Rory. That, and that was
1: that was my point. I was like so like AJ AJ has a, sort of that top end speed and next level, but like Rory is a guy who if you're if you're the kind of quarterback who likes you know throwing up you know. Jump balls and, and runs a lot of like ISO concepts with like a guy going up to, to get the ball for you. Like Rory's gonna be your guy, you know what I mean? So it depends on the, the style you prefer, but I mean, both guys are well, the, what, I,
5: what I what I I base myself off of, like my biggest trait is route running. That's because yeah. I'm not the fastest guy, I'm not the biggest guy. I'm like 6'1, but I'm like a lanky 180 pounds, I'm pretty skinny, you know. Yeah. Um, I think what separates me from most people is my feet and my route running. That's what I work on every time I get the chance, but I mean. None. None. You take away from him, though. I mean, that guy's that guy's amazing. Like, I'd like to go at it with him one day for sure. That'd be a that'd be an amazing that'd be an amazing type of you know competition. You yeah.
0: you running a ten yard in or Simon Dajnay running it backwards in?
5: I would what? give anything Simon Dajnay over me for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, talk to us about the influence of Paul up here onto your onto your roster. It feels like he's brought a veteran presence to the team that may have been lacking uh, before in years past.
5: No it was, it was for sure lacking man uh j y d was the most like i don't know, ever since I got there, it's been very inconsistent. We've been very good, and then we've been very poor, you know um last year we, uh, last season, sorry, we didn't make the playoffs in the summer, and then we you know we moved around a few pieces and we got uh he's a Hall of famer too, you know he's to me he's the best center I've ever played with, so having a guy like that on the team is is not just only good for offense, but for defense as well. He brings a leadership role that uh, we were kind of, I guess, maybe lacking, but also more so experience as well, you know? So, yeah.
1: Um, Roy, I have uh, – so you talked about, your, you know, your feet. I, I, I saw a, I have a clip of you on Instagram this morning. We we talked yeah. about while we were waiting for you to get on the line uh, where you caught the ball and, like, Juke to dude where he fell down. He managed to get up, like, super athletically to try and get your flag, and you were still able to <laughs> evade him a second time. What was yeah. what was going through your head as that was happening?
5: <laughs> when I watched the video, I realized I was too cocky because he got up so athletically that he could have actually probably pulled my flag mm-hmm. before I got in. So I got lucky in a way. Like I made a nice move, but I should have sprinted in the end zone instead of kind of like not high stepping, but like I, I didn't run as fast as I could have after that. That was the, watching him get up like that was almost more impressive than the juke I made. Like he was on the ground and then almost got my flag. That was that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I was thinking I was lucky more than anything.
0: Yeah. But, so, yeah. So, so, do you play angry or do you play with passion?
5: I play angry. My my favorite player ever is uh, Steve Smith. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's Not um. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Carolina Panther receiver. <laughs>
4: no, he is. I
0: know okay. He is.
5: Okay. Good. I don't know anything about hockey, so you could have fooled me. Um. But um. My favorite players are – so I live my life vicariously through Kobe Bryant and Steve Smith. I just care about winning, and I play, like, super angry, and and that's it. I just play super intense. I'm a nice guy, but I'm not – I just – I don't know. I'm not angry at my opposing player, to be honest, either. It's, it's I don't know. It's more like a chip on the shoulder I have within myself, honestly. I feel like I play better that way. All
0: right, before we let you go, a uh, last question for you. Yeah, man. This this junkyard team, and PZ Eagle and I, we've seen your team for quite a while. You you had that run in spring 2018 that kind of flamed out. Is this yes, the most loaded team that you have in terms of talent that can perhaps go deep, 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 deep in the playoffs this year?
5: Absolutely, I think like the season you're referring to, we went to the semis and we got blown out.
0: Um, oh, you guys you got crushed! I remember that, C. Laurent. We got oh, crushed, man. The T's are
5: a crazy team. They're they're so well put together. Um, they, they 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 demolished us, and I thought we were on like a high that season. They just came in and and just bullied us easily. Um, this season, I think Jason Rossi's growth. Man, this guy is playing out of his mind. Like he's just—he's so much more confident. His his throws are so much better. Well, ninety-one points uh,
1: scored in two games. That's uh, lead, right. that's I mean. three.
5: Well, I will say though, the second team we played—I mean—shouldn't be in Division three, in my opinion. But like, so he probably yeah. had an easier time doing what he did. But I, I'm just saying, like in the fall, we played, I guess, like Division one I- caliber teams. And he was kind of slow to begin the fall season. Then he came out, like, just firing on all cylinders, you know. Um, His growth, adding Paul LePierre. My brother has developed into it, a really good football player. He's on that team. And then, yeah, a bunch of other players. I mean, we're just coming together nicely. I'm hoping we can see where it goes. And uh, we just got to hold it down until we uh, hopefully can get a championship out of this thing, man. That's what I'm waiting for. I want to win with Jason really badly. So we'll see if it happens.
0: All right, PZ's boy. uh, Thank you very much for coming on with us. (laughs) <laughs> and, well, look, best of luck this week. I believe you guys. This week, week three, you guys have uh, the Niners, which will be Saturday yes. night in Lachine, which will be a heavyweight fight. Uh, two yeah, excellent I'm teams that will go at it this weekend. It.
5: Yeah, super excited for that, man. Thanks for having me on,
0: guys. Oh, appreciate it be that. good man.
1: Later, Rory man. have a good night. Yeah.
0: Take care, guys. All right, take care, man. <whistles>
2: Uh, while we were off just a few things to wrap up Div 3 we have Met Lepage saying KGP has 9 INTs in 2 games which is crazy yeah. if you think about it hold on hold on. Then, what, was,
0: what was Simon Stashton say about I don't care that? about
2: Simon he was in Uh Darnell Riley says I have confidence in Craig we just have to get used to each other on the team and I'm sure we can bounce back in
0: 35 plus or in Division 3 yes Division 3
2: and then uh, our boy, James Andrea, Game of the Week Instagram, stuff. he's saying he loves the phone call concept. Really awesome, guys. So if ever you want on this show, not you, James, but other people, um, James. let us know. Or James. Hey, James uh, let us now. know. Uh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll, have, you
1: uh, we'll have more answer questions about Spartans. Yeah, we'll us, uh, James and I will we'll interview tell the, more about uh, Spartans.
0: Spartans, Spartans uh, hours, hour three or hour four of the show. You ready for Division 660? Yes, 660, yes, of course. By the way, uh, we'll uh, finagle our way through to 666D here because I have to uh, bring up my notepad with uh, real names or fictional names of FPF.
1: You want to start with that?
0: Well, I need to get my notepad, so we need to start with 6 and 6D. <laughs> so let's get to 6 6D. Uh, what caught you attention, Peasy, as you buy time to load up the page uh, from Division 6 this past week, in week two of the FPF? 2020 winter you, season. You, my
1: friend, are faster than the internet Unreal. in FPF Studios.
0: We had a lot of games on in week two, from Lachine to Brossard to St. Laurent to Bay d'Orfe and St. Leonard and Laval included, as I like to buy more time for a PZ to get the page loaded up here. Uh, week two, a lot well, of games. Well, thank you for
1: two uh, Beat Menace to Sobriety. Um, in, uh, a t- it's a, what you got here is a, a battle between a team name that didn't age well because of an injury and... And then another team name that is super nineties, like it is, it is essentially a bad bad boy band from 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 the eighties from the nineties. Like like, and then I look, and of course Bobby Spaghetti's is the quarterback, so it all makes sense. Uh, he's my dude, also in, in his prime in the nineties, like I was. Um, and the thing is, is that you you look at. This team, uh, Mo, Manchester sobriety, having Akeem hoy Charles and Rocco Cristiano, um, and you know someone with the experience of Bobby Spaghetti's, um, Spaghetti sp- Spaghetti's. Yeah, sorry, Bobby Spaghetti's, and like they they lose to to Ryan Ryan Eichler's Tank and Furtua, nineteen to eighteen, and it just seems unfathomable that you can have that much talent, that much top end talent, and struggle in in Division Six. Uh, but on the other side of it, Ryan Eichler has really, really been improving. Um, you know, I'd like to see him put up a little bit more than than three touchdowns in the game, but um, it's getting there. He's avoiding big costly mistakes. Somehow, A.J. Rashkovan, only a single catch in this game.
0: Well, I, I saw them play a bit uh, on Sunday in Lachine, or on field two. And there were some plays that they they actually threw their body out there uh tanking for two, uh, because they weren't going to tank for two in that situation and and they got themselves first downs, to prolonged drives and I was quite impressed because this wasn't uh, this wasn't one of those forty to fifty point game totals here this was one of those grind out slowing down games here, and they played to their capabilities in terms of their strength and really made what it meant to be for minutes to sobriety play to their style and I think at the end of the day when it was all said and done. Thank for two, it really came out and impressed me. This how they kept it simple throughout the two halves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one game that I did see, Average Joes taking out McDo, 26-14. This could have easily been a, uh, a bigger scoreline for Average Joes. And, look, the Joes aren't a bad team. They have Andel, our boy Andel, Gordon Thomas, or Thomas Gordon. Is it Thomas Gordon or Gordon Thomas? Thomas Andel Gordon. Thomas Gordon. Thomas Gordon, who had a huge day. I mean, uh, he had a couple of drops, so we'll call it what it is. But he had a huge day of two touchdowns, three grabs. I was really impressed by uh, the quarterback play uh, for for both teams. But I think what it came down to is that defense for average Joe. So,
1: wait, you were impressed by quarterback play in a game that had eight interceptions? Yeah, I was. Because there were
0: some big throws. (laughs) There was some big throws. There were some 40-yard throws, yeah. some 30-yard bomb throws. I, I thought uh, Ignacio Valdez really uh, tested the deep ball often, and he came up big in the first half. And that's why they had an early lead, that they didn't relent at all. But I think their defense played very well, especially in the red zone where they pretty much handcuffed uh, Mac Doe in, in points that could have been easily been there. There was one play in the first half where Mac Doe thought they scored. They didn't. They got stopped at the 1. Next play, they roll out to the, to the right bam, I INT in the end zone and that kind of set the sales in favor for Average Joe's.
1: So this thing Louis Philippe Noah actually throws a good ball on the move, but he almost needs to be on the move in order to make plays and um what that what happens is, is it sort of shrinks your vision to a degree and um you know it, it means you can only really go to that side of the field and I think that's really the next step, but it surprised me because MacDow's is a solid team. They they are uh, just really young, good, fast athletes. So it's cool to see. It's cool to see um, them get beaten despite, in spite of that. I saw pension plan getting a win. Yeah, we'll talk more about that topic. But go ahead with the pension plan. Oh, highlights.
0: well, well no, talk about that. Your highlights. Don't we'll get into the topic.
1: I mean, we'll save it for. The topic. No, no let's talk just go to 60. No, we'll talk about the highlights for. They won. And it was another game that was previewed on Instagram, and people. Uh, this was a heavy favorite. People were saying Pension Plan we are going to win, but a little closer than expected. But we'll get to that when we get to the topic. I, s- I forgot that it was on the... On oh, the, uh, I thought we'd
0: do a like segue into that topic. Uh, Eagle's getting us some paper here. Well, yes, Eagle. But you work in a studio. You don't
1: fucking... <laughs> Eagle, uh, my, Eagle that's the whole point Micro- of the show. I can hear you if you don't say it to the microphone. That's the
2: point. They're not supposed to hear me.
0: Oh, Eagle, my mistake. That's the whole point of the show is that we're showing the chaos that goes on behind the scenes. It can't be a smooth yeah. sail here, Eagle.
1: It can't be. Look. It's never been. <laughs> it like, we're, never we're, be. like, we're
0: like a duck, right? It looks smooth. Mm, ducks.org. Yeah, can you find <laughs> out some ducks? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a fun one. Uh, can you find out what is the uh, most popular duck in Canada, please? Popular? Yeah, in terms of the yeah. uh, popular. I mean, I eat a lot, a which, lot of lag brome ducks, so which probably ones
1: that have, Which ducks have the most friends?
0: Yes. Ducktails?
1: Duck-wing. Like if ducks were on IG. Darkwing Duck? Which a was species who? of duck mo. Anaheim Duck? That's... No. <laughs> that's the Canadian Long Duck?
2: <laughs> the Loon? Okay. Mm. Loon doesn't count, because that's another animal. <laughs> <laughs> the Grizzly Duck? Uh, the <laughs> Swan? <laughs> no! I Mo, feel like you think I there's bring
0: just you to a, a bird zoo. species. So we're going to 840 with this. I sh- really going to 840 for Division 6? Really? Yes. We're, we're going by the clock. Keep going. <laughs> 10 we're more going. minutes.
2: Jesus. Oh
0: Mo. <laughs> he's so stressed. Look at him. He's so stressed. Look at him. He's so stressed. Look at him. Look so at him. Look at him. Do you want to
1: transition <laughs> it, Do you want to transition the topic or do you want to cover some things? We'll, go, we'll go 60 first. We'll do 60. 60 first. Yeah, recap 60 because um, Ego's pretty stressed right yo, now. Yo, replacements put up a ton of points. I don't know what SAFTB stands for. Uh, but it, it, for this week, it meant they got their asses kicked. Um, they're a new team, but replacements for a long time were just a team that had trouble scoring the ball.
2: Saturdays are for the boys. Really? That's SAFTB.
1: Okay. What does that mean? I Girls gonna have, have like, their Mondays and wine yeah,
2: Wednesdays, but Saturdays are, are for the boys. boys. It's okay. a boys' day, boys' night out.
1: So the average age on this team is 16. 17, Tops. 17 <laughs> 18, probably. Um, replace Which is with,
2: fine, by the way. I like youth.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess.
2: Just not in the creepy way. I just don't.
1: <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, All so right, I'm, uh, I'm actually I'm actually pretty happy with with uh, Frankyola Colatella, and uh, you know they added Nimrod Janikowski, Gen- a guy who I'm very familiar with, who I would never say that I don't know. Uh, yeah, he was prior being offended by our lack of like, <laughs> <acknowledgement> of his... <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, um, it's a good addition to to a team, and 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 them adding Jason Armenti in the fall, and now adding them to Gen- it shows that they recognize that what they were needing was was some veteran leadership and some guys who can help um, just get over that hump and allow them to learn quickly. And Frank Tilly has been a beneficiary since then, um, and he, they've just been they've just been great. Uh, happy to see him playing at this level.
0: I, the game that I saw, uh, which we'll talk about, it, is uh, seventh rounders with a twenty-five to zero win over Uh Your people, Eagle. Uh, by the way, cool uniforms from Buscaniers. They uh, do have cool uniforms.
2: Very nice uniforms. Uh, really, I, like I love Luger. this. Look how amazing this is. It's great.
1: We
0: can't see the uh, the four hundred seven by by three hundred one. That's a really nice uh, logo. Well, but also. Jerseys. So I'll the game was p- yesterday to be fair. If people want to have an idea of how the uniform looks, uh, Eagle, can you just get onto the screen on Google? Lex Luger. Uh, Lex Luger? USA. Yeah. Just, put, just put, Google put Lex,
1: Uncle
2: Sam. Put Lex Luger USA, please. I'm just gonna wait for the picture to be uploaded. All right, no problem.
1: So like, I mean, you can't leave here. Until, <laughs> until the picture picture's is uploaded. uploaded. <laughs> You're staying up Small, here. Small, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up.
0: <laughs> okay, seventh rounders, they went twenty-five-nothing, and even Terry Town was impressed by them. I mean, this is a team that didn't throw enough yards, but they played strong defense. Um, Francis Savard, Vosinho had a good game managing the football here. Uh, Defense came out with some big plays. They really put them in, in not like second and short, but second and long, third and extremely long, fourth and extremely long. I think for Bouskineers, I know it's your first season in Division 6D. A couple things here. No earrings, no chains. Uh, I believe uh, the referee was about to call about eight guys with chains in the first half. So you gave them a little bit of leeway. Hey, guys, there's no chains allowed or earrings on the football field. And they were a bit confused by the rules. Like,
1: Bouskineers, I get it. I get that you're from the East End. I am too. We got to leave our chains (laughs) and our jewelry at home. Uh, No, look, this is the thing. It's two new teams, right? And um, I don't understand how... This game went 25 nothing. and s- this isn't the seventh rounders from previous seasons, by the way, for, for no, no, folks no. who watched Division six. Um, it's a new team. Francis Savard uh, vocino went seven of 19. Matthew Cabral for Buccaneers went eight of 19. Uh, Savard vocino, 87 yards, two touchdowns two interceptions. Matthew Cabral. Zero touchdowns, two interceptions. And just like, how did you manage to put up 25 points by only completing seven passes? Like, it's not sustainable. But you know what? Great game. Um, and it, this season for, for, for both of these teams is going to be about learning because, yes, you know, whenever you're facing a team that's also new, you know, in the case of seventh rounders, that's your chance to, 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 to get a win and and. and, and Sort of see some of the things that worked well. Buscaneers, you'll have that chance as well. Uh, Or Bucsaneers. Man, that name's terrible to say. I'm going to go into the site and change the name. Because I hate it. Um, But yeah, you're going to have your chance to do that too. But essentially, the thing for this season is you really want to learn about the game. Uh, You know... Towards the end of the season, we see teams that are really struggling. That's when Eagle and I usually take a trip out to come see you. Uh, we come meet with you, it, give you. a sort really of like partners. bar rescue. week
0: five road trip. Yeah, it's like bar yeah. rescue. You know, when the bar is like sinking, and they send they send John
2: Taggart to come rescue the bar. she's was really gonna done. say like the FPF name ruse because your season's not going well. So we'll pick you up. Yeah, drive you yeah, home. We can do that. So anyway, Buscaniers,
0: it's gonna be a welcome to FPF moment for you guys uh, playing in six D. But I think you guys have talent. I think they're young. They have ideas. They're fast, man. They're fast. <laughs> they that. have ideas, but I think with them, is just that they just don't know how to put it together. It's like, you know.
1: They're trying too hard. It's too, like, so Madden is a great way to learn how to make reads and progressions. I'm not even joking. It's a great way for, for, you know, quarterbacks who are not natural quarterbacks to learn the game. That said, that, <laughs> that said, the thing is, is that a lot of times um, – there's too many concepts, and, and, and new quarterbacks come in with too many things they want to try, and, and they haven't even mastered the basics. So what I would say is strip it down, try and master the basics, oh, and looks. then
0: improve. It. They want to run a, a spread offense, like, like swing passes out of the backfield. They won, the mm-hmm. quarterback got angry at the receiver because he forgot to put on his gloves. So literally, when he said, ready, right, he said, hut, guess the ball. He looks to his right. The guy's put on his gloves. And he had to throw the ball away He's like, me, bro. What are you doing, bro? Uh, put on your gloves. Get ready for the play. So, yeah. so I, I see the creativity there, but it's going to take a while for them to get the execution down if they're going to become well, again, uh, a main like state Until like you yeah. have the execution,
1: minimize the creativity, learn to execute a, a handful of plays, and then grow from there. Okay, so in
0: Div 6, you have Atuno, Pension Plan, Average Joes, Suicide Squad, and Kings of the North. I've seen three of these teams play. Mm-hmm. PZ who, out of the four, who is the weakest of the two and O's?
1: Okay, so it's not going to be pension plan. The fact that they're even still in this division is nonsense. It's
0: like they have uh, like a lifetime membership for Division Six. They like, are. Right, well, I, I just don't like
1: like so you know they're they're playing without Junior Spira. That's obviously a hit. Uh, but now, just the fact that you have Vince Pizzano still throwing in Division Six, where Everyone else was pushed out of Division Six. Everyone else's rating went up somehow. He missed by like a point. Yeah, like point one or something. Like it was, it was crazy. Which, whatever. You know what? Hats off to you, Vince. It's not your fault. Uh, but he's too good to be throwing in in this version of Division Six. Um, however, you know, then you look at um, Suicide Squad. What, Suicide Squad has Alex Noel, who's completing seventy five percent of his passes. Oh, and by the way, when he decides to run, he's Alex Noel. And he's not easily going to be caught by anything on the field, Um, and like you know, just just for shits and giggles, he he he's brought you know Gab Wiseman along on a team with him. So like, it's it seems almost not fair (laughs) at that (laughs) point. And then you you're looking at uh, King Kings of the North. Nice uniforms. Definitely nice uniforms.
0: Wait, do like uniform tournaments in FPF? The best uniform in FPF. I mean, I'm pretty sure the hot
1: sauce uniforms... Yeah, we wait. you guys are up there. I so I'm going to say, I, I'll say this. I'll say of the two, uh, so right now, we, you know, Kings of the North and uh, I can't remember the name of the other one, and uh, Average Joes. Average Joes, yeah. They're both being quarterbacked by first-time quarterbacks, Iggy and uh, Phil Osan. The issue is at some point they're going to they're gonna get to games where their inexperience will show, they'll panic, and they'll, they'll lose games that way. I don't think we'll see that from, from Suicide Squad or Pension Plan.
0: Fair enough. Does that answer your question? No, that answered the question. So
1: one of those two teams, flip a coin. Eagle flip a coin. Tails. It was Average Joes, because when I think of Average Joes, I think of Tails.
4: Okay.
0: All right, fair enough. Joes was the big one on the weekend, on on Wednesday night in St. Leonard. So we'll see if that can carry on for them in week three. Uh Tanking for Tua. I know we spoke about them a little bit here. Uh, do you want to wait a little bit more before you anoint them as being a real deal? Because uh, like they're like yeah, the, a sound start.
1: So it's cool. Um, they've only allowed 37 points in two games. They've also only scored 52, which is not entirely impressive. So I don't really know what to make of it just yet. Um, we'll see. They, they they face the Potatoes. They face Trailer Park Boys. Those are two teams that are sort of like returning Division Six teams that are among Potatoes. some of the better teams. So I'd like to see how they do when they face those teams. Potatoes.
0: All right, so I'm gonna ask you guys, you guys are part of the FPF heartbeat. You guys know plenty of players. This guy knows so everything. The, this is gonna be a little segment we do. It's called real or fake players in each division. So Eagle, you cannot look it up. Uh, PZ, you can... I don't even need it. Yeah, that's all right, that's all right. I Eagle? Don't even, I
1: don't even need the slow ass internet. No looking up here,
0: okay? Mm-hmm. So to, for Division 6 I'll give you the name I'll give you the stats And the team that this player plays for You will say "Is he?" I'll ask you Is he real or is he fake? Okay Alright Here we go Division 6 Fridge Raiders Andrew Sinette Spaulding Four catches 70 yards Two TDs Five tackles And two sacks Real or fake? Five tackles Two
2: sacks? Yes
1: I'm going real.
0: Eagle. Correct.
2: Who gets tackles and sacks? That's not a thing. Bad rushers. (laughs) Bad (laughs) rushers does.
1: All right. Notice it's
2: not the name that gave it away. It's the stat line. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Division 6D.
1: Okay. The D.
0: From the Killer Rays. Love the Killer Rays. Corey Vandersweep. Five catches. Vanders bleep. Seventy yards, two TDs, four tackles, three INTs. Fake or real? PZ.
1: What's the name again?
0: Corey Vandersweep. Vandersweep. Vandersweep.
1: Vanders Weep. <laughs> okay, so I don't understand what Vander's doing. Cause throw with Vanders bleep, Vanders Zweep. Sleep, Vanders Sweep. Vandersweep. Vanders Weep? Fake or real?
0: Corey Vanders Sweep. It
1: it's not a way that this is a real name. False.
2: I'm gonna go real.
0: Eagle two for two. Oh,
2: hey two
1: t- for two.
0: <laughs> yeah, he plays for the Killer Rays, man. Four four tackles, three ints, has two T's, five catches for the Killer Rays. So peasy. I fi-
1: I don't care, bro. Man, that's a
0: pretty good. That's a pretty you, good one though. No, you got a fake
1: name. You, you need to, you need to change your name. It's fake.
0: Okay. Hey, by the way, when you think of six D, do you think of replacements? I was meant to ask you that. Like, when you think of 6D, and you think yeah,
1: well, like, they're one of the more tenured teams there, right?
0: Well, the reason why I, th- I say it, because I go, man, like, these guys have been, like, Van Wildering this whole division for many years now. And I, I was like, <laughs>
1: they've been Van Wildering this division so long, it should be pregnant.
0: It should be with more uh, replacements, though. But uh, what do you think about them this year in terms of their overall outlook? I mean, I, I see them, and. and so, wait, was it just two names? I, I'm not, I don't want to milk it. We're going to do it throughout the, right. throughout the season here.
1: All right. That was it? Two names. So you're leading the season series to nothing. To nothing. Woo! I will destroy a lot you. more
0: for other shows. But I'm just saying that throughout the course, we'll do like one or two names per week. You know, Let's see if you guys know your stuff or not. Okay, so we look at replacements. Is it a clear path for them to say this could be their year to finally go deep in playoffs and and finally be a dominant team that might end up with seven if not eight wins this season?
1: I hope. I honestly hope so. Um, they're a good group of guys. Um, I like uh, Frank Taylor Colatrella. Um he's a really good dude and he's he's learning a lot really quickly. Um that said, there's also teams like Trojans who just have, you know, a lot of talent and Glorious Bastards coming up. They have the pedigree of coming up through FPF juniors, so they're coming up, they're young, they're quick, and they also know the league. Um so I, I don't really know what to make of them. And and two other teams that I've noticed, Mo, yes. they studs and what could have beens are teams that are putting up a lot of points and defensively have been holding teams on 60. It's tough to get a feel this early because we don't know the teams they've played against, if they're caliber teams or not, or like a team that's and two and faced, let's say two of these teams. Is it because they're out of, you know, they're just so far out of the league or, or, or one team is really bad or, or is it that those two teams are just so much stronger than, than that team that lost both games. So it's, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Um, if we're using just information we have, I would say like my three favorites for the season, given how it's played out so far, are the Replacements, Trojans, and Inglorious Bastards. But I would not be surprised to see one of these newer teams sort of pop up.
0: Well, South Riders have yet to give up a point in FPF. Through two games, they have scored 56 points, a big donut in the points against.
1: That's amazing. Um, now, that said, they've played against uh, SAFTB and Bucsineers. Both teams Buksaneers. have struggled immensely so we'll see we'll see they, they play here for the beer who are another team that have struggled but have a little bit of experience in FPS.: okay
0: i know we, we did the uh div three and six together i'll give you one quick div three one here before we sign off here div three olympia alex lachard nine catches for 109 and two tds alex lachard olympia performance i'm going fake i'm going fake correct Stat line.
1: Correct. I just, I, like give uh, 3, I would have heard the name by now. <laughs> He's been in FPF long enough, I would have heard the name.
0: Well, Olympic performance isn't a great team. And Alex Shard, by the way, is a basketball player, uh, one of the best in Canada. Mm-hmm. So I want to see. And last one here before you sign off Vincent Dettiar, eight catches for 89 yards, four tackles, and three PDs. What team? Oh, crap. What the team. Okay, scrap that. Scrap that. Third person, third person. Clearly fake. No, actually, he's real. Uh, he, is, he is real. I remember seeing the name. But you okay. forgot the team. I forgot the team. I forgot the right team. Okay, last one here before we sign off. Uh, Rohan Jones, one catch, 19 yards. One INT, one tackle, plays for the district. Rohan Jones. Real or fake? Eagle, you're 3-0. Peasy, you're 1-2 so far.
1: I'm going real. I like the name a lot, so I want him to be real. I'm going to say real.
0: Both of you are correct.
1: Eagles. That's such a cool
0: move. 4-0, oh, Eagle. Hey, such a cool DJ, 30. you broke even. All right, so uh, Div 3 and Div 6 hey, and 60 it. are in the books. The up. Coming up next, we have what division, Eagle? 1, 2, 4, and 35 plus. Oh, yes. 1, 2, 4, and 35 plus. Stay tuned here on Calling the Audible. Welcome back here. Calling the Audible. Eagles know how to fade it down. I do. This is you're supposed to fade it down, Eagle.
1: You could keep talking, Will. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I could, but you need to fade it down, Eagle. Because the listeners of yours can't hear. boy. All right, welcome back to Calling the Audible. It is Div 1.
1: I mean, at least he increased the volume on the drop. That's pretty impressive. It's like you knew it was coming, Eaves.
2: I have bars.
1: All right, two minutes.
0: Go walk outside for two minutes. Go find some Pokemon. Uh, Div 1, 2, 4, and 35+, plus. correct? Uh, let's dive into it. And we got a message from
2: uh, Dan Lazara. That is correct. He says, Mo, you talk too much. I've been saying that for years. Who's he playing with in Div 1, Dan Lazara? He doesn't. So,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, uh, let me just, can I send you a picture to post on the wall, on the, on the video? You can post it yourself, but sure, send it no, to No, no, to post it on the TV for those who are watching, so we'll talk Div 1. Uh, let's dive into it. STL playing a very good and very impressive God Scales team. This was a game that was a mismatch from the get-go. Dylan Taylor, an awful game, uh, threw a boatload of INTs, was not good at all, peasy, uh,
1: but Jer- do you actually think it was a mismatch, or just a game that went sideways? I think, because I don't think it's a mismatch. I, I think why? it's a fair, very fair matchup. Um, but it just, you know, when games don't start to go your way, and then you got to press, it's not going to go well.
0: I, I just thought though their, their play calling was pretty bad. I didn't think I was impressed with their play calling on defense. Uh, Jeremy Murphy, who. He was a very good football player, uh, a monster, and he exposed their defense with some big throws. Eagle, check your phone, by the way. Yeah. And um, I just, it got chippy. It got chippy because I think Godskills like to play a chippy game in terms of the uh, extracurriculars, and I think that got under the skin of a lot of STL players, and it was and it got them off their game. And I think by halftime, you knew that Godskills had the game in their back pocket and they were not going to lose to this team. And yes, Ryan Perry had nine tackles, but that's where I think they were trying to expose their secondary or their defense, that is, for Godskills, was GF Marquis with his outs. And they were able to prolong drives and really put a nail to the coffin to the hopes of STL.
1: But for me, the key is, on the first drive, uh, you know, Jeremy Murphy gets the pick. Very early. I think it was the second play of the game. Then, um you know what, Godskill scores, that's okay, Uh STL comes, they score, so it's like score for score for a little while, and then like still in the first quarter, or still in the first half, another pick to GF Marquis, and the fact that STL started with the ball, so you've lost two possessions to start the game, and you know you're giving up the ball in the, in the second half, it, it, it's not, it's not a great way to start the game, so you go into halftime down 18-7, and you're, and you're starting on defense, you know what I mean, so it's, it's, it's a game that's, at that point, is just completely sideways. And, you know, you, you, see, you can see how Dylan Taylor, who, by the way, like... Only two like incomple- incompletions. Yeah, only two balls were not caught by somebody. <laughs> you know, because 20 or 26 and four interceptions. You know what I mean? So, like, like, he was still moving the ball, but you could see that after those early mistakes, he felt the pressure, and, and that's, that's when um, Jean-Christophe Yang, uh made him pay.
0: But you look at STL's schedule, I mean, I think the the only winnable game they might have for the present moment is Flymois Sack, which is week three, because you got Yuxu, you got DA's finest, uh, right after that, and they got got skills and, You don't I
2: mean, think STL can be a DA's finest with the weakest roster ever? I think uh, here, I,
0: this
1: the, is my thing. I think, think DA's finest lead uh, a down this week. Yeah, they, they beat
0: Flymous <laughs> Sack badly. I think Theo can go off on, on DA's finest. But is it the same personnel of talent? I think Jamie, Jamie O'Dea is very good. Uh, and pretty much after that, though, I think it's a toss-up in terms of talent level of what's at. minus Kevin Wyatt at every other position
1: on that football field. I, I think that the talent level in STL is probably a touch higher th- than, than DA Finest. But, look, STL has an, a rematch against gut skills. They have flying my twice on, on, their, on their schedule. yeah you year-end. They have over. sort of the element of surprise uh, against Finest. The first time they play. So, you know, I, I can see them getting, you know, two or three wins.
0: But that year end was brutal where they got the Sue, yeah, and breaks. The,
1: the last three games is, is a an onslaught. It's tough.
0: Not not the best game for them and uh, it showed it was they were they were exposed by, by goth scales and I think goth scales got into their head and, and that's not something that they want to have happen to them. Any other games of your attention from Div One that uh, Peace Lord? Yeah,
1: you can't sit with us getting uh, getting another win. Like you know, you when you see you starting off the season um against Finest and then against Braves, you figure, Okay, this is gonna be tough. Uh but Alex Hollovac returns and my God, my God, was that a hell of a performance. Well like, he
0: did very well. I out that game.
1: But that's the thing, is is like you can't sit with us. Like they, they, they I know we we already were considering them before the season as a favorite, but they they might be a favorite to to do serious damage, like to, to end the season sort of a 10-0, 9-0-1. Maybe even eight, maybe as low as low as eight and two. You know what I mean? In, in Division One, that's that's absolutely impressive. I,
0: I think when you look at that game and in, in that matchup, I mean Holowak didn't. I mean he threw for a crazy amount of yards. I think it was two forty something. That's that's a, but that's a tribute to how
1: how quickly Alex Holowak gets his play calls out. How willing he is to just constantly, constantly, constantly attack your defense. If he is. Th- as fun as watching FPF is, yes, is. it's just it's it's just a giant pair of testicles he's on like, the field. He's
0: like Pat Mahomes out there at times, almost practically. I it's mean. it's amazing. Like it's
1: it's just it's it's as fun as it can be to, to watch FPF is watching Alex Holler play.
0: I'll say this though, there was no uh, Joe Mayer. It? It w- it of course, JD and, that and JD played well. I mean, it wasn't like he JD
1: always does. By the way, whenever he he subs in for Braves, he always does a good job, but. That said, does Alex Holloway get away with throwing the two interceptions if
0: Joe May is there? I don't think so. I think one of those goes for full max amount of points.
1: Mm-hmm. But, you what, but you know, we know you can't sit with the says though because they won last week with a backup quarterback. So, I mean, it's it's a bit of a bit it, of a. Spot they spot did there.
0: win with the back with Vinny Galano throwing against the A's finest, but I, I think if we had best on best, remember that the. Right now, for Alex Holloway, the biggest demon is the Braves with a full roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be season. fair,
1: they're most teams. They're most teams' biggest demon.
0: They are, but but that's the one team that we said, hey, if you, like look at last spring season, right? How loaded that roster was, and they, they couldn't beat the Braves in that predicament. And now here they are. Uh, like a win's a win. You take it any way, shape, or form. But I, I would say, arguably,
1: there. this roster's better.
0: This is a very good roster. I, I like the the chemistry they have in this roster. Nick Arsalan brings a... a, a he, he solidifies the corridor of the secondary mm-hmm. uh, being the last man in line, and I think that really helps them in that aspect. And I think even though Hallowock missed the first game, this is him getting the rest off his arm. And I think now moving ahead, he might throw up even more yards. Uh, he, he looks... He has that determination that a man possessed, almost Kobe Bryant-like, uh, to win It's the just title. like I
1: said, it's at one point, a light switch went off for him, and he understood sort of how playing at fast pace and, and being hyper-aggressive can really play to the strengths, to his, his specific strengths as a quarterback. And he's never looked back. At that point, that's when he just became one of FPF's elite passers.
0: Eagle, can you get the uh, team stats up, please, if that's possible? Oh, look at that, Eagle. Only the best.
1: Oh boy, thanks a lot, Eagle. Carlo. So if you scroll if you scroll, it is. Oh, right. you know
2: what the problem is? I can even see it. Division by zero. This but, is what happens when you divide by zero, Mo.
1: But if you if you scroll, it's there, Eagle.
2: Is it there? Oh, look at that. Uh okay, look at
0: that. The breakdown of uh, look at that. Two hundred and forty five yards pass. Uh, this this was a pretty even matchup, uh, but like at the end of the day, the key for this football team and for this football game was the Points converted four for five for the Braves, but they still lost by four. So maybe Joe Mayo makes that touchdown go for points, and they win that game, and they're 2-0 and oh at this point. Perhaps. Uh, Div 2. Uh, we'll call you a as peasler and Div 2 in terms of the games, as I like to buy you time, uh, because it was week two of the 2020 winter season, and I am actually in the wrong division, division three, for that matter, as Piesler will But give. we are in division two. We are in division two, and uh, looking at division two, as I like to buy more time for myself. Uh killer killer
1: Killer Bees got just throttled by Le Studs.
0: It wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. The killer Bees might be out of their uh ecosystem here.
1: I mean, look, they're 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 trying it out. They were in division two last winter, were they not?
0: They were. They were competitive. I mean, they were they were plucky last year. And I just score kept their first game, and look, the studs are a very good team. Sam Caron is gonna well, only threw four nineteen, but I think he he could have gone.
1: For yeah, but more. it's it's the the fact that uh, Kilobees couldn't move the ball it gave some kind of short field. Like it's hard to it's hard to throw for a ton of yards when you're starting at midfield the entire it's game. Like
0: six and a half yards per pass that uh, David Goulet had against them. So not the That's most. That's what impressive. I'm saying. So
1: like if like in order to have a great passing game, you sort of need cooperation from the other team, and they they simply weren't getting it.
0: Uh, Taco Tuesday played against lightweight thirty to nineteen uh, this was a game that unfortunately for Simon Das was not a good game overall. Uh, just couldn't move the ball and you see by the stat line of what he did compared to what Sean Avram did. Uh, Avram was able to control the clock the first drive I believe almost took like eight minutes and uh it, he didn't look he did not look like he was uh bewildered, he looked calm, he looked composed. And he made some good sound throws for uh, Taco Tuesday, and you mentioned before about Yuksu being a very good roster. When you look at this roster for Taco Tuesday, if everyone's going to be there from Justin McLean, Isaiah Lard, Chris Miard, uh, AJ Gomes, Vinny Galano, Terry Tam, that is a very good roster that could make some noise in Division Two.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree at all. Um, I, I think this one, you know, lightweight was just completely outmatched and. You know, we talked about it last week i don't see a win on the schedule for lightweight as presently constituted uh they brought in jenny lewis jd chevalier i don't i know jenny lewis is a uh full-time uh, member of this team
0: you want to call him the denial or the denial denial yeah because he's a corner lockdown corner yeah. so the he's, he's very good
1: uh jd chevalier as well um but like i don't know if jd chevalier is permanent on the team um i will say i will say that it just looked exactly like that it looked like one team was completely too like overmatched and, and lightweight just had no business in this game
0: yeah lightweight was like economy and and talk tuesday was first class Uh yeah. playing the uh, hierarchy okay look jeremy murphy in division one mm-hmm. um he won the Peter Gorman Rookie of the Year for University of uh, Sports for Canada, so the Canadian Rookie of the Year. That's massive. Uh, he torched STL. He's done very well in coed. Is now he's playing Div One? Is he the next great receiver in FPF?
1: I think there's a bunch of next great receivers, but um, I've been impressed with Jeremy since since I've as long as I've known him. Uh, as long as I've just seen him play in FPF, it to be you know that his first game in FPF, um, I was on the same team as Jeremy. He played for uh, Show Me Your TDs in his first ever game. Who brought him in for Show Me? Your TDs? Uh, Alex, David. Alex, Alex David. Alex David coached them.
0: Uh, Champlain College, right? I imagine South Shore. Uh, Charles LeMoyne.
1: I think Alex Davis coached him in high school or Charles LeMoyne? Yeah. Yeah. My my guess is that I don't I don't know the exact I don't know the exact relationship, uh, but like he, again he was just subbing that one game and he was a monster, and so we were like yeah. This guy is uh, really good. You know what I mean? So uh, it's cool to see he's now up to playing in, in the highest divisions in FPF. Um, the hair is nonsense, but the his ability... His brother has
0: the same look, too. It's crazy. Him and his brother look alike yeah? in the division. Yeah.
1: Well, that just means they have the same father. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's true.
0: Uh, that's true. The DNA could be uh, almost aligned. Uh, but Jeremy Murphy has... Average one TD per game in his career. That's twenty three TDs in twenty three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, his receiving stats, career wise, is, is remarkable. I think he's over a thousand. I think it is now. If we get this total up, yeah, he's a thousand one hundred seventy seven yards. Seventy so so seven catches. Seventy seven catches, bigger part. So you go project that to maybe. Uh, what's what's the average lifespan he's of the top like a Patrick? Rowe? How many catches does he have in his uh, or how many games has he played, Patrick? Rome in his career, uh, a lot. So let's say what's a good number of games that we can look at? A hundred.
1: Uh. I don't know. Sure. Well, let's say 100. I mean, he's played 23.
0: So. 100 is like 10 seasons. Yeah, give right? or take. So, I mean, he, he could be. I mean, look, he's going to have concorded commitments. And if he does play at the highest level, he could perhaps get to 6,000 yards.
1: He also has a touchdown every every third catch or so is a touchdown.
0: Yeah, which is remarkable. I, I think he's he's got a great IQ, a great ability to just read and attack weaknesses of, 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 of DBs. There was a play against Theo Jaya where it was a third and seven, whatever it was, and STL was playing for the first down marker, and then he just made this dip move on Theo going on a crosser, and Theo got caught, and Theo knew it. He's like, oh, man, you can't do anything about that. It's just a remarkable way. So he's a technician when it comes to route running in terms of getting open and exploding through for those big catches. And right now there isn't anyone yet who I've seen that can stop him div one. It's still early in the season, but I think that can change – I never know, but I think and right he's a, he's a
1: guy who who can be used in in variety of ways. He's not a complainer. He's played rusher on a lot of teams. He's he's you know whether part time, full time. He's he you know contributes on defense, has interceptions. Uh, you know in those twenty three games, he has nine interceptions. He also has eight sacks. Yeah. That's that's not common to be able to put sta- stats up in both of those categories uh, with such proficiency.
0: Okay, so who's more of the element? Is it Killer Beast, Lightweighter, or No Cap playing in Division Two? Because right now those teams are not played well. I actually well.
1: don't hate No Cap.
0: Why? Why? Why don't you hate No Cap for?
1: Um, there's a lot of talent in No Cap.
0: In a sense that they can turn it around, or do you think they just have to? I mean, look, those are
1: those are probably going to be the three worst teams in Division, right?
0: So let me see what Dajane is going to be locked in for Road Show then on April. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can punch his ticket. All right. (laughs) We can punch his
1: ticket now. um, (coughs) Maybe Killer bees. They're just not scoring. They're not moving the ball. Um, No cap is. Is a strong, it, It's a good. It's a good overall roster. Like like you look at guys like jean guy Pell, Edward Valme, Like we talked about them last week. We talked about the fact that like you know Sebastien Christie Lozon. Like like there's serious players on this team.
0: Christy Lozon is leading the div two in, in receiving yards or touchdowns right now. Yeah,
1: and and, and I like the way JJ uh, Janvier, Like I love his play style. It's fun. It's exciting. Now, if you can take that. And sort of remove some of the mistakes that would be awesome, but my God, his ability to just stand there and rip it down the sideline fifteen twenty yards at a time it's fun it's fun it's exciting yeah. to see um, I do hope like I said that that he sort of starts to limit uh, the mistakes somewhat because five interceptions, only six touchdowns so far, I think that's going to improve he's just going to start seeing things develop quickly because he has a supporting cast where i don 't think killer bees or lightweight do
0: i think uh, I forget his name that he played with on Jaguars, his snapper. Uh, Eagle will hopefully get that up for us soon. The snapper on uh, Jimmy Lee Janvier when he played for the Jaguars in the last season or two years ago, number 80, the snapper. He's missing from the roster. I think he was a safety valve for Jimmy Lee Janvier and what he can do. If the deep ball wasn't there, he'd just dump it off to this guy and he would, have a, uh, like he would torment linebackers and literally eat them and spit them out like a cow does with grass mm-hmm. and eat it again. You Number know? 80? Yeah, for uh, Jaguars. No, no such
4: thing.
1: You know, cows don't actually eat grass for nutrition. They eat it to help their digestive tract. Right,
0: but they vomit it. They vomit, yeah. it, they eat it, they spit it out, they take it back in.
1: Yeah. You got to do what you got to do, man. It's Eagle's cow's league. life. Hey, Eagle's man, life.
0: it's all about discovery, my friend. Uh, but out uh, those three teams, uh, PZ, uh, one of them's going to be in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's going to be no cap.
0: So you think lightweight's
1: going to be out a lot? I think with. lightweight and kilobees will not make. Orel
0: de Rosier. Thank you. Yes, that's, that's it, the yeah. guy that was. Uh, he was a calming force for that offense for for no cap. And I wonder if, if Jimmy Lee is going to be able to adapt without him. Perhaps he comes back. I'm not too sure. Yeah, it's
1: like early in the season, you don't know if, if guys just aren't on the roster yet, right? Exactly. Like, did he say, no, I can't play? And then by week four, he says, yeah, you know what? Actually, my schedule's not that bad. Is he on vacation? Is he not on the team? Like, we don't know that at this point. If anybody does have the insider information, please feel free to join us on uh, Facebook Live and mention it in the chat. Eagle, do we have
2: anything in the chat? Not right now, no. All right.
1: Anticlimactic.
2: Very good, guys. We have
0: Tumbleweed coming through. Jesus uh,
1: Christ, just, Eagle. Thanks, Eagle. Be more engaging. I am. Be I'm more engaging.
0: You're, May- you're eating year. Maynards right now, man. That's what you're doing. You mean peachy. Oh, was
2: peach fuzz? Dave ate some from the other night, I and I'm very upset. It.
0: Why? I'm surprised the it lasted. wasn't full.
2: I'm surprised it lasted. It's empty now. And what am I going to do for the next two Let's hours? Take some so cookies, then. Two boxes I wanted those. <laughs> Oh, we're supposed
0: to do the, the diabetes test, eh, with the Eagle. Yeah. Week when three. Do we do this Week time? three, diabetes test, live on oh, the air. The thing is, though, are we doing it before or after? Because if we're doing it after, we have to wait like 12 hours to really see if his blood test, blood sugar goes through the roof.
1: We do it at the beginning of the show, and we announce the results by the end.
0: Oh, 35 plus coming up here. The uh, last question before 35 plus, Sean, can he carry the the weight of expectations? No. Perfect. All right, 35 plus. <laughs> I 35 plus, uh, what? Here it is. We re- recap as they play week two. Okay, oh, they're playing right now. Are we? There, are they? they are playing,
1: playing right now. So are we precapping the game. So yes. who's who's
0: in Bay Dorfe right now? Everyone. No, but who's who scoring in Bay Dorfe? I don't know. Is it not? Are we want to call
2: Simon
1: again?
0: Is it Faisan Munoir? I think I think it's Faisan. We have to find one? out. Let me call Simo because I want to call Faisan live on there and ask me how the games are going so far. Okay, so thirty-five plus. Uh, your thoughts, your piece. I mean. Um, there are some teams that are very impressive that we talked about last week. And they show their muscle this uh, week one here. OES, very powerful. Corey Packer, a monster. Shane Williams, Brian Talk. These guys really took over and bullied their way for a victory.
1: So uh, we got called out for something Eagle said.
0: Oh, from uh, Karim Poliche.
1: Yeah, he's saying like, you know... Uh, yeah OAS competing in Div 4 is a joke that would, you know, they'd be a Division 2 team and I was like I don't remember saying that I remember saying that they're strong and that they wouldn't fit in Division 4 and then luckily Terry put up the clip of the show and then I listened to the clip after after reacting to it of course sorry we need to leave you a message for Simo Veuillez I'll laisser
3: votre message time. après le signal sonore après avoir laissé un message vous pouvez raccrocher ou appuyer sur le carré pour entendre plus d'options
0: Simo, I don't understand. Uh, it's two weeks five. now. You have, Where are you? Eagles have been on playoff you, continue to last weeks. you continue uh, to I know you're in Philadelphia. Beat me! Like, on, I don't even understand how
1: anyone my could Google love you. When you, you were born, air. how were you not shoved Simo, back in uh, the womb? Uh, uh, what you am Eagles I gonna fan? do? Instead of cutting the like, umbilical cord, why don't they hang you from the umbilical
2: cord? Put the sugar right in my veins.
1: And that was our call with Timon Dajani. And that concludes the 35 plus. All coverage. right, that is it for 35 plus. <laughs> no, so like seriously, so so we got we got heat for that, and then I was like, and heat I looked for at the what roster. From I, yeah, I looked I looked at the roster and I was like, I wouldn't have said that about this roster. And then I listened to the clip, and it's Eagles saying, Yeah, I think be, like the four. I'm like, how would they be the four? Corey Pecker is is on the, is on is the quarterback of the team first of all. First of all, before you even get into anything else, Kevin White, underrated receiver, by the way, for those Eight, who haven't actually seen receiver. Week. Uh Shane Williams on the team as well. Like it's it's a good team. It's a good team. Keyshop so, Thompson didn't even play. And they went up against Montreal Spitfire and uh they beat them down. And Sean Abram in thirty five plus shows us why he couldn't lead, he can't lead a team in division two.
0: This North Korean island of thirty five plus really mm. is uh geography sensitive of of yeah, us.
1: Is that what happens? Is that what happened to you, Karim? You got old and you got sensitive.
0: Because he wrote, like, what is he wrote? It's it, You're wrong, but it's funny, but it's wrong, but it's funny at the same time. It's funny,
1: insulting, and funny. And I was like, that's amazing. That's exactly what we're going, what going for. for that's the time. exact tone of the show.
0: But, like, uh, if we get the team here, uh, MTL Spitfire Eagles, yeah. um, in terms of the roster composition, look, that roster going up against OAS, not the same thing here. I mean, like, Sean Kennedy, very good player. Uh, Jimmy Cooper with 1980s porn star, nowhere to be playing that week. You have the inventor of FPF defense, Eddie Sharma. Eddie Sharma, yes. Uh, Sharma Plus was out there. Atlanta Rousseau, former Concordia player from years ago. But I don't know how they're going to keep up with an OAS team that has a little bit more of a sleek attitude about their offense than the guy like Corey Becker throwing the football.
1: Well, that's it. They're, they're to me, at this point anyway, the the, uh, the leaders of the pack. Um, I expect them to be... At the top of the division as long as the season runs, basically. So,
0: so what do we expect from Monster this year, Peace?
1: Because uh, well, week one's awesome, and then the thirty-three thirty-three tie uh, against Old Age Outlaws. Um, I think you'll either the internet has to go faster, or you need to get up stuff fa- up faster. Yes. Come on, make moves. Here you go. And it's not going to be the internet. No. So yeah. So um, and you know we talked about we talked about. Um, you know, we've talked about Steven Harpersaw ad nauseum, right? Like, he's sort of like one of the newcomers in FPF, and um, this is an interesting way to, for him to challenge himself in that he doesn't have the same, same guys he's used to playing with, guys in his system usually take a second uh, to, to sort of figure out the spacing and all that. Um, and on the other side, um, Monster, what they did was essentially just play their game, and go toe-to-toe and this game into 33-33 so it's um it was a good game a good start to the season i think monster will only get better uh but we'll be able to to, to compete against a team like OES that we finished talking about i don't i don't think that to be the case
0: uh what are your thoughts how the hell did you jargon your way through that without or? without
1: any access to internet uh um, how the
0: hell did he do that's impressive i'll uh, put on pole, poll please eagle Impressed that Pease was able to jargon his way through. A recap? Yes or no? See, this is a real radio host right here. <laughs>
2: you should learn something from him, Mo. Uh, he comes in looking like class, but he's really uh Well, it's because what happened uh, was a so,
1: Mo Mo had a, a voice and face for radio. Uh growing up, my parents told me I had a face for radio, but a voice for podcasting. So uh that's that's the difference. That's and the,
2: a great tie, by the way. Uh Nimrod Jenikowski has pointed it out. Pease was the tie. Yeah. Thanks, man. So by the way, he that's like from work, so so Nim- that's
1: Nimrod, why.
0: Nimrod, uh, he, I know we're going off course here, but this quickly, he he has a kids football team, in FPF junior. Mm-hmm. I think they spent more time huddling up on the play call than actually having the play executed. Like Listen, spent, it's about it's teaching. It's crazy, man. It's about teaching. They spent more time on, on a whiteboard where he's like, all right, run this, run this, run this. I'm like, dude, let the kids play. And well, yeah, but
1: you can't let them play if they're doing nonsense. Like They're there to learn. No, but this... is a classroom. This
0: one, three simple plays. Like, this guy's running like, hey, if, I, I can only imagine how that hell it is. All right, listen, this guy's playing cover three, cut you right off at six and stay in the hole in the zone right there. I, I, anyway, it's kind of me off guard. It's kids football,
1: and these guys are like NFL yeah, but coaches. Yeah, that's an appropriate opportunity for for, for, for teaching and learning. Um, I, I still have no access to the internet. I don't understand... Uh Rob, we need you to send us some more of those AOL discs. The one we have seems Oh yeah. To run We've out. done that joke so many times. <laughs> <From the phone. laughs> that was that was It's that funny because like if there was one person using AOL in Rob 2020, Kavana. who would you think it to be? Because the first person that would come to my mind He's is Chapman. the last person who used a Blackberry, <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Robert Campana. Um yeah, so getting back <laughs> getting back to Monster, Andy Peterkin's sort of a guy. Uh, somewhat forgotten uh you know Former Devon in FPF but he's a guy who can definitely sling it. Um and you know, if ever he misses a the game they have uh Craig O'Brien, you know, so that's that's pretty good roster construction. But yeah, Andy Andy Peterkin looked great in this game. Um and and the the team itself, the team itself is just well built and I'm I'm happy to see happy to see them doing well so far. Uh
0: KTFL Draft Division, uh they have Got their new season underway. Uh, first off, cool names. Pazaz, very cool name. FPF, very original, which has Brian
1: Martin. No, no, I'm telling you, the worst names come from KTFL. It just shows me that A, we need to physically remove Kirkland from the map of Montreal.
0: Oh, New Ontario.
1: It, uh, yeah, wherever it floats away to. It doesn't no. matter to me. Um, I don't really understand how currents work, so it's going to go one so way put, or the Put
0: other. on the poll question if we're able to. Divest ourselves from West Island and let it float away. Would it be
1: sad or happy? Yes or no? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it's clear to me that no creativity comes from Kirkland. These team names are terrible. But go ahead. Keep making your point about uh, great team names in the the Kirkland draft division, even though you would be lying.
0: I would be lying. Uh, We have Jeff Delos coming up very soon. Uh, I have no idea what to talk about. Boavich got a shutout. Yes, he did against uh, JMJ. uh pizzazz like a povish is a roster here uh a lot of former fpf or current fpf players of chris so like if i mention met you know that
1: i'm opening that tab then you go to something else so i don't have the tab open so i can't join you in the conversation eagle also open that tab let's talk about the shutout well
0: there's a lot of uh, former remakers you have uh Yeah, Randy Castor. Ryan Castor's thrown for the team. I don't know why I almost called him
1: Randy (laughs) Castor. Great name, by the (laughs) (laughs) way. If he was a weatherman, he'd be Randy Castor.
0: Or a cowboy, Randy Castor. Cowboy Castor over there. But so,
1: like, Ryan Castor with only nine completions in the game, it feels like it's a stat error.
0: I think it probably is, but look at the talent level around him, though. I mean, Chris Rosen's pretty solid. Adley DeForest is the guy he's played with for many years, from tackle to flag. But overall, I mean... There's no one that really s- intimidates you, sets a fear in your, in your voice like, oh my God, this is who we're go- going up against? I'm not too sure about that. Listen, man, they
1: have Dave Allen as a snapper. I, I, when, I, when I started in this league and, and started snapping, I always said I wanted to grow up to be Dave Allen. That's my goal. That's my goal in life.
0: And you've reached your goal for sure. All right, we're going to be joined J.F. DeLose from uh, Jaggerbaum.
2: That took you a while. <laughs> it Jeez.
0: did hey guys jf Deloz. good evening how are you doing today sir
6: i'm very good
0: how about you mo i'm very well i'm here with pz and eagle say hello to jf Deloz.
2: how's
1: it going buddy Hi. hey
0: guys what's up jeff i need to ask you a question you are someone who works in health uh rehabbing people's uh, bodies physio extra. physio extra which has been a proud, that's right. proud sponsor proud helper of us during the roadshow uh if you had to diagnose pz's ailment
1: which one? Yes. Alcoholism. That's easy. Which one
0: would it's you be? It's probably most?
6: all about the shoulders. I think you know everything has to do about the shoulders, and I don't think it's going to be in my area of expertise on that one. Unfortunately, <laughs> I
1: know it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, if if they made HGH that I can inject directly into my brain, that would be the only solution. That would be the only solution. Exactly. If you which, want that stuff? Do you, can you just, use uh, your come over too? after
6: my hours of work? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, if you want like those HGH uh, type of things, just come outside of my hours of work, and uh, we'll figure something else together. Well,
1: that's it. We were speculating <laughs> that you basically peddle uh, illegal steroids, but why don't you tell us instead what your company does?
6: So Physioextra is basically um, so it's it, it's offering uh, you know a variety of uh, health services. We have uh, obviously physiotherapy, we have occupational therapy. So people sometimes that uh, have uh, you know major injuries that are coming back to work uh, either from a work accident or um, road accident as well. We have uh, massotherapy, osteo as well. So we're offering all you know those type of uh, services um, to, to to everybody. So either, you know, a walking person or, as I said, you know, working accident or a uh, road accident as well. So, you know, uh, we worked uh, with the FPF and so obviously with Rob as well to make uh, that type of partnership. I think it could be relevant for, for both of us. We made an appearance, uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, well, you were there definitely at uh, the last mm-hmm. finals in Broussard. So we had only a few injuries, so that's actually a good sign. Um, but we were able to uh, to make some taping as well for, for the guys that that were in need.
0: So, JF, who needs uh, physical therapy help? Is it all hooks and how you guys dismantle them on Monday nights? Uh,
6: well, I'll look well, definitely, I think uh, they don't lack speed, that's for sure. I think... Uh, uh, I can't say anything, you know, anything, anything bad about them. Uh, I think, uh, well, speaking of actually of health, I think their quarterback, uh, Leving, I've been told by other guys that uh, he's recovering from a some sort of thumb injury. I don't know. Uh, they didn't give, they didn't give me any specific. But uh, so I guess you know that would be a big part for them to uh, to get to get that uh, guy back.
0: When you look at your team, uh, when you look at your team as well, Jagerbomb. You guys, yeah. Have had, you guys have had so much success. You guys have always been slow to start the season, but always come up strong in the second half until a finals appearance. What That's makes right. This, what makes this team so special? Because you guys have always come up big at the most important times of a football game.
6: I mean, I, I, it has to be chemistry. I know it sounds cliche, but uh, you know, I think we've been. Well, we've been in the league for 2013. You know, we've been with uh, Simon Duchesney as uh, Pease uh, you know, used to call him uh, formally. That so we did years that one ago! <laughs> that was <laughs>
4: six years ago! <laughs> My first ever
6: podcast! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you don't forget those type of things. So uh, Simon Duchesny is actually, uh, uh, parentheses, uh, he's actually in Dallas, uh, Texas, for his work. So that's why we have uh, Ryan Karouf uh, uh, helping us together. But, you know, usually you know, with Simon... Uh, uh, the quarterback, you know, we had that team, team chemistry, you know, we know each other. Uh, we never had like a division one, you know, type of uh, speed player. Um, but we were able to, to complement each other. And I guess, you know, in those type of situations in, uh, in high pressure games like in the playoffs, I think we were man we were able to manage to, uh, to get on top of them.
2: I still remember doing the road trip to at the time it was St. John Vianney because the Hebert Dome had collapsed. It was me and Peas and we're there for like media appearance and everything. And we're watching your game and right beforehand you're like oh we don't have mouth guards. Do we need mouth guards and the whole thing. And we're watching this yeah. and we're like wow for game one these guys have a crazy good defense. And then your offense was all firing on all cylinders. So it, it leaves memories that last forever including Pease's mispronunciation of every player. Well, so first thing. First thing. First thing, first thing is right, Definitely.
1: Now, right now Simon Duchesne, because that's his name, is in, exactly. is in Dallas. What do you yeah. think the entire population of Dallas is calling him right now? I'm pretty sure there's I, I more people have... calling him Duchesne than <laughs> calling him Duchesne. I would have to,
6: to get on him with that. I'm not sure what they, that they're they calling him over there, but uh, maybe Dak Duchesne. I don't know, Um, but uh, we'll see.
1: Bro, Space Apes, how are you guys in Division 6?
6: I well, saw yeah, this roster but, uh... and
1: I was like, the hell is this?
6: Well, you know, we were one and one, so we're we're fair team, you know, we're not division dodgers. Uh we had a good first game, but uh, definitely uh, in our second game that we we lost by two points. So we had the uh, uh you know, a terrible first half, that's for sure. Um but you know, we're guys that used to play in the MFL, so that's another league. So uh those guys came in, so that's where we were able to manage to come in div 6 and uh, you know, we're all, you know, sorting things together both on defense and offense. So uh you know, hopefully we'll you know we'll be able to have a, a good rest of the season. So we're just here to uh, to have fun, but uh, definitely you know with Terry and I you know bringing having some uh, FPF experience, uh, I guess uh, it will give us an edge uh, further down the season.
4: Oh, Eagle! Before
0: you ask a question, JF's about to hit a milestone this weekend. If he does it, 500 catches in his career. All right, yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah! we're celebrating yeah. it before it happens. <laughs> All right,
6: 500 catches. That means that
1: means he's still a hundred or so catches behind P's, Just saying.
6: Oh, okay, okay. It. I'll get there. I'll get there. Peace. Yeah, I know that. I see you. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> um, so
1: th- the other, th- the other thing. Uh, you you're also playing in division uh, in Division Five. Um, Lambert Harvey is a quarterback for uh, K Squad. K Squad. You guys lost the Bruins this week. What's that experience been like?
6: Um, You know, definitely, that actually, fun fact, the K-Squad is actually all a group of coaches that uh, they're all coached from uh, the cadet of mont saint which is a high school uh, and the physio, so we're just, you know, used to, to hang out together. So we made that team. Uh, most of the players don't have, you know, flag experience, so that's why we we're struggling a bit early in the season, but we'll get there. But playing the Bruins, I mean, uh, well, I'm pretty sure you know the squad, the Louis mm-hmm. Béjean, Wiseman, uh, Zach Zwern, you know, they're all guys that, that have a big SPF experience, so... Uh, it was definitely an edge for for them, and uh, the guy that actually uh, showed up pretty hard. Was uh, Alexandre Tarnot, I think. So uh, he had a good game on us, and way too many catches. So uh, he, he was a uh, you know he was uh, a surprise for us.
2: JF, you started your FPF career back in winter 2013, kind of lower divisions, worked your way up. So, Jaeger Bomb's now in Division 3, and like we just talked about, you're playing 5A and 6 as well. What have you seen in terms of the change in just the competitiveness of, as you've kind of gone up the divisions? And now that you're kind of returning back to your, quote, roots, do you see, you know, a, a, an even stronger Div 5, Div 6 than when you first started, or what's the experience been like?
6: It's actually a good question, right? I feel like. Um well, you know, definitely when I, I look back at, you know, when I used to play in the five, you know, it's definitely not the same caliber as, you know, the ones that I'm playing in the three with the Jägerbaum. Uh, I think, you know, everybody like the, the old teams, the teams like, uh, like us that, you know, we been playing for a few years, we, we gain experience. We know, we, you know, we, we know the, the X and O's of the game. So we were able to, to manage to step up. Um, but I feel like, you know, since the league has, you know, has expanded so much in, in the last, I don't know, 10 years, there's so many new teams, but it's also new teams from, let's say, uh, college players or ex-CIS players. So even though like, they're, they're new teams and they have, like, I don't know, ratings of in the 60s, uh, I feel like the, those teams are actually quite good as opposed to let's say, 10 years ago there was uh, you know, uh, much less a team. So um, bigger leagues and many more divisions, but I feel like those new teams have uh, sometimes surprising rosters.
0: Jeff, what, you guys are 2-0. Is there a different vibe to this team that hey, this could be our year to win uh, a winter title? In this three, you mean with the Jago bomb or yeah, this team? Yeah, with us, yeah, you guys are two zero. You're off to a great yeah. start. Big win over all hooks. Is there a different feel that hey, this could be the year we win a FPF title in winter season again?
6: Um, I guess you know expectations dropped a little bit. You know, like uh, we I guess we are always that team that you know ends up fin- finishing six and four regardless of you know how we do like in the the first or second half of the season and. We managed to you know to get far in in the playoffs, but uh, you know we do we do recognize that you know both of our wins were against teams that did have their primary quarterback. I know their crew was wasn't well, he was good though, but uh, I know it's not their usual quarterback. And same thing for Alluk without Lavigne, so uh, they were still you know we had the you know close game, so we're two and zero. We're happy with that. Um, Moving forward, we have tough teams to face off. Uh, we definitely look, uh, not look so forward with uh, the Maloud uh, in week four. I know they, they have, uh, they'll be waiting for us as well. We played two times uh, against them in our uh, young history. Uh, didn't end up well for us. So, uh, you know, we know that with 2-0, we'll, we'll look forward for the rest of the season. But uh, we know it's going to be quite a challenge.
1: Um, JF, you are uh, tall and handsome. What's that burden been like in your life?
6: Well, handsome, it's that's a questionable remark. Uh, you know, depends on who you ask. Tall, you know, depends as well. But uh, it, it's been nice, uh, you know, sometimes to have that that leverage uh, since I have to compensate for the lack of uh, jumps. Uh, jump, I don't have a great vertical as my teammates have been uh, uh, joking about me for years. So, uh, you know, I've been able to manage to to make a few catches with uh, with my height.
0: Jeff, before we let you go, we'll probably see you for the finals with. Uh, with your uh, company, Physio Extra. At who, least. At least, at least. Uh, unless you're playing. Uh, who in your mind is most likely from the broadcast crew to come see you for like a massage? Peasy, Eagle, Simon Dagenet, Terry Tam. Uh, who else? Who else can be
6: on the broadcast?
0: Uh, well, you. I, I, mean. think,
6: <laughs> I think it has to be a. I think it has to be Simon Dachne. I mean, oh. uh, you know, seeing that guy, we you know with, you know, he throws always like 40 yard bombs. At some point, his shoulder would, you know, will just break down. He'll have some sort of tendonitis. Uh, and I'll have to take care of him. So it'll be a good pleasure that we will do so. But, uh, you know, if you just could, you know, to throw some, uh, some slants and some drags, it would probably give him a re- little bit of rest for his uh, poor shoulder after all those years of, uh, throwing those uh, 40 bombs and posts.
1: Yeah, I've been trying to get him to do that for years. Uh, it's not going to change, JF.
6: <laughs> yeah, you had a sniper. I don't understand why he didn't, uh, you know, use you like you know ten targets a game and such. Because uh, that's, that's wh- not Simon's system. That,
1: that's why I left. That's why I left. He going to come to a contract <laughs> negotiation and got me more targets. Uh,
0: Jeff, uh, again, please tell us about Physio Extra. How can they get in contact with you? Uh, phone number, website, Facebook instagram let us know how we can get in contact with you for those who need help with their uh, ailments
6: yeah so thanks for asking so basically we're on the, we're on facebook obviously we have uh, our website uh so physically like actually has about 24 clinics in in, in the whole uh, province uh, mostly in the you know montreal area we have uh uh, we have the one in Longueuil as well, but mostly it's in, uh, in uh, on the North Shore and in Montreal. Uh, you can look, you know, the, the one that's closest to you. And uh, may I remember to all the players and obviously staff members as well that uh, if you, you know, do call for an appointment, regardless of. Uh, the specialty that you're looking for, either physio or massotherapy. Uh, we have, since we have the partnership, you have a FPF discount. So please do mention that uh, as, you know, we definitely wanted to give that advantage to, uh, to all the FPF members. Um, I work personally at the Cartier Clinic, which I direct as well. Uh, so it's next to, uh, Car Hospital as well. Um, so I'll be there, but, you know, otherwise everywhere in the, in the Réseau of Physio Extra will be gladly waiting for you. Well, obviously not to, to hope to that you injure yourself, but if you do, We'll be, uh, we'll be there to uh, take care of you and uh, get back, uh, uh, get you back on the field as fast as possible.
0: Jeff DeLose, uh, good luck this weekend. You guys have the commission in Bay Durf, a lovely West Island, next Thursday. And we'll see you for the uh, finals one way or another, whether you're playing or you're massaging uh, PZ's shoulders. tough lines in 5A and Chambeau in Division Six. Oh, there you go. So you have a plethora of games to come up. Uh, Jeff, have, have a great weekend. Stay warm, and we'll speak soon, pal. Thank,
2: Thank you,
6: all
0: you guys. Thank you. Jeff DeLose. He really thinks Simone Dagenet is going to uh, be the one that comes to mind. I was going to go Terry Tam just yeah. because. Terry Terry will take full advantage of uh, free massages. Well,
1: I mean, it's just uh, where I go to get massages, the ending is somewhat different than I think Jeff would be comfortable with.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go into 4 and 4A. Four Thanks to Jeff DeLose. Uh 4A, uh, um games that caught your attention from week 2, Four I don't know if PG has this thing up and ready, but I assume he does. Uh, You're assumed th- wrong, my friend.
1: I assume wrong. You indeed. assumed so wrong. We're talk uh, about
2: Outlaws Super Saiyans. Outlaws one thirty two twenty four. So have there's a there's
1: I a there's a rivalry budding uh, between those two teams, which is awesome. Um, Super Saiyans can't get over this hump when it comes to Outlaws because they wear orange. Both uh, of them. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, like they're two really good rosters, right? So like it's not hard to believe. Um, you know, and, and, you know, outlaws have the defective, the, the defected, uh, Jim Calethris was not there for that game.
0: Uh, congratulations, GM. Well, I was
1: going to say, do we, do we announce?
0: I, I called them up to send my congrats.
1: I understand. I'm saying do we announce it on air? Congratulations, GM. We'll leave that. On the birth of your daughter. Congratulations Woo! from all of us at calling the audible.
0: Okay, that was really awkward. Uh, <laughs> yes, that way. was yeah, awkward right. because
1: we didn't clear it ahead of time. Okay. I was waiting for a thumbs up from Eagle. Eagle is playing fucking Pokemon. <laughs>
0: Pokemon. He's going to go chase some Pokemon outside on uh, Langelet Boulevard right now, as we speak.
2: We're nowhere near Langeley Boulevard. That's but why what I'm going to go chase
1: them on <laughs> Which is the thing, though, is Stephen Harper's side through two picks. John Allard didn't turn the ball over, and yet still uh, Outlaws came out with I the think
0: win. the second one one possession loss for uh, Super Sands this year. But but I, I feel like Jordan Allard, who's improved as a quarterback, mm-hmm. I think he's gotten better year by year. Yeah, absolutely. Peele, can you just pop up his profile for us, please, if you don't mind? I just wanted to just verify one thing on his profile. Allard? Right. Yeah, Jordan Allard, please. Uh, I feel like he just needs that signature victory, like that that, that win that's going to say he's won three titles in his career. But as a quarterback, we talk about, I think it was – Well, again, the, the, the one season that looked –
1: all two set up for Super Saiyans. He was not there when they lost the game. Yeah,
0: yeah but they were so they were so arrogant about it, saying, hey, we'll see you guys in the finals. And they got uh, crushed by BD Bandits, I believe.
1: I mean, but like, do you expect team. No, it wasn't. It was the process. They lost the process. The
0: process, yes, yes. I beg your pardon.
1: The um, and that was a close game, by but the way. Yeah, it was, know, was a fun game, too.
0: Yeah, but correct me if I'm wrong, Eagle might have to look it up here. Did they not listen to the BD Bandits at some point in the playoffs, uh, whether it was last year or two years ago? I think they did.
1: Yeah. I don't think so because BD Bandits were always a, a division higher and I believe Jordan Lard's been on those teams. Check it out for us, Eagle, please. For all my uh,
2: team. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Eagle. He has not been on the BD Bandits, by the way. He's been on Backyard Bullies.
0: Backyard Bullies. Oh, no, it's was Backyard Bullies. So that was, that was team. Okay. But yeah, back to the scenes here. You might have lost to BD Benz then. I'm not sure. Perhaps. I just think he needs that that signature victory to say that I think will ease the pressure of, of these big game moments here because you're right. though, Outlaws have had their number in the most recent time that they played against each other. And I can only imagine Kevin Coussay to celebrate this like he won the Stanley Cup down uh, the 40
1: West. Buys himself a fresh negdana,
0: Or bake some cookies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell you that much. I. Uh, other games that caught the attention for me as Eagle is dropping, breaking his phone. everything. Uh, the game that I saw was Dream Dreambreakers beating up on the Prince. The ref said this was not a game that was close enough. I was really, really impressed by Dream Dreambreakers. This is a team that's been average, if not below average, at times here, but they weren't that the case. Sebastian Delay had a really good game. Uh, he threw one red zone INT that could have gone for a seventh touchdown pass. Jasmine Prince a really good game, eight for one thirteen, four TDs, and he was definitely a, a force in defense. Uh, I just... Mark, Mav had an okay game, but he just never got going. And they were down early in the football game, and they were entrailed pretty much the entire football game. By the time we hit the second half, uh, you can just see the disparity of talent on the football field where the Dreambreakers had a lot more at their disposal than what the uh, Sud had to work with in that yeah. second Principal half.
1: Yeah, um didn't have um, – who was the quarterback, Eagle?
0: Fizé Sears. Fizé yeah. Louis
1: uh, – not. Uh, I his first name. Fize Steer is a quarterback. Typically, uh, although Marc Antoine Vien has played quarterback for this team in the past, uh, but that said, like so, let's say Marc Antoine Vien is a slight downgrade at quarterback. You also don't have the snapper in Marc Antoine Vien, who is one of the best in the PFF. Um, on the other side, Sebastien Dallaire has really allowed Pierre Alexandre and Vincent Lajnier to to become sort of like. St- like star players and it was Jasmine Prince instead who went off uh, while the other two were sort of role players in this game Jasmine No Prince, answer for him. Four touchdowns no and answer One for of him. them was a disgusting catch Yeah They
0: had no answer for him it, 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 was, it was just like they had they had nothing to do they couldn't answer him They were like what do we do? Triple team him? Couldn't do anything about it but I thought this was probably the Dream Makers best to win in FPF uh, and perhaps could set the sales in the right direction for them to maybe take the next step in their progression as a team in FPF
1: uh, I saw uh, Centaurs take on Chocolate Thunder.
0: So do I, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, we're both there. We were both guess. there. <laughs> I, was, I was warming up, though, so I didn't catch the entire gist of it. So just, uh, But it was a game that was close at half. And then Chocolate Thunder just set, shut down the Centaurs. Chocolate Thunder complained and cried about how every time we talk about their teams, we only talk about Joe Cano. So let's continue to do that. Joe Cano, good game. He threw it to nobody. Nobody else on his team is important. Is that sound about right?
0: Yeah, sounds pretty right.
1: Also, their jerseys are weird. They're supposed to... I see them as straight-up yellow.
0: I love them. They're fluorescent green, no? Fluorescent yellow?
1: (laughs) To me, they're straight yellow. Uh, I know you can't see Eagle, but like... Oh,
0: wait, wait. on Showtime,
1: though. So, so, uh, uh, Kevin Donnett on on my Division 5 team looks over and he's like, yeah, they're yellow. And then everyone on our team corrected the two colorblind guys and said, no, it's fluorescent (laughs) green. Uh, But, yeah, shut up with your confusing jerseys and your stupid complaints.
0: Um, That's all I got. <laughs> Perfect. Let's just get to 4B. Uh, we'll talk about Joe uh, Cano in a bit here. Uh, 4B, show me T's losing to uh, B-Ballers, 45-25. Now, listen, B-Ballers are going to give you something clear and simple. Get yourself a uniform with numbers on the back of it. Otherwise, your guys who had big games would not lose your stats. And that was the case. And I, just, I was a bit surprised by show me TDs. They, they, they well, like- but wait.
1: Mike Adonna. Uh, and Anthony Adana were not there either. So Kevin Lubin played quarterback, which is good. Kevin Lubin's a good quarterback, but again, it's that you don't have your your starting quarterback and you have uh you don't have Kevin Lubin as a receiver and you lose Anthony Adonna on both sides of the ball. Oh, TJ T J
0: T J Cottrell, whose uh father's former NFL defensive coordinator, Ted Cottrell, was uh he's big. Mm-hmm. He's a big boy. He's uh, he's gonna figure it out once Mike gets back into the lineup
2: with them. I think they'll use him better than what uh, Kevin Lebain used them. But uh, Mo, are you saying that the B Ballers team should not have stats displayed here?
0: Well, no, the the top guy had I think like three touchdowns or two touchdowns, whatever it is.
2: Yeah, I can see them. That's why I'm saying should they not? Should we be hiding it? I can go change it. Yeah,
0: well, who changed it? I had it. uh had, had I hit his stats number ten. Stats. Carlo. You it wouldn't be him. I, don't know. Just, I like doing. I have that I'll look thing. at it afterwards with you, Eagle, and get this corrected because there's two guys that had no numbers that shouldn't have been given stats, but uh, for no reason they were given stats. So B ballers, they have a, they they go with the explosive play, which works out well for them. And I just didn't think that the uh, Show Me had the horsepower to keep up with them with foot
1: speed, but they didn't. They were they were missing like so, and especially Anthony Adana. You you're saying how they're missing. Uh, speed, he, he gives them size and speed on both sides of the ball. And, and yeah, if he's not going to be there, Gianni Cassati has one less thing to worry about. Throw six touchdowns. Johnny Cassati has been a phenom ever since he's, he's joined FPF. Uh, when we saw them in Division 6 using rolling snaps and him just you know rifling the ball wherever he wanted, uh, and then finding out about his pedigree, we were like, well, maybe you shouldn't have been in 6D. Cowards.
0: Okay, Mark andre Charles uh, shouldn't be getting stats because he had no number. That's one eagle. Uh, and the second guy is Jeremy Yeah, uh, we can Agustin. handle that off air, though. I know. I just wanted to throw them out of the bus right yeah, now. Yeah, but
1: now we're just wasting time on guys who don't deserve... Get jerseys.
0: R- Get jerseys, my friend. All right, here we go. Sportero. Uh, special official sponsor of FPF. All right, 4A, 4B. We'll quickly go through this. Because we don't have much time left here. Uh, Joe Cano, rising star at the quarterback position. Yeah, let's continue talking about that one guy. Uh, let's continue talking about that one guy here. Is it him, or is it Nicky Paps that makes him a Well, it has to be him,
1: because nobody else is on the team. We only talked about one player, Joe Cano, uh, look, Joe Cano the thing about him that is uh, best is his ability to play when he's got a lead, when things are going well. Um, he's very difficult to beat. But if, if you can get to him early, it, it tends to fall apart. So let me give you a stat about Joe Cano's uh, win-loss record. 121
0: and 47. Okay. What's the percentage of that? You know, can you do the mathematics Max? that. 121 and 47. Percentage. Yeah, his The winning percentage.
1: Winning
2: percentage.
0: 75%. Can you do that... You're on the calculator please I want to have that post up on the computer please uh, I like making things difficult for you Ego 121 and 47 what is 121 that 121 and 47 and then 47 72% 72% percent. Percent. you're off by 3% shocker you're off by 3 <laughs> you, even, you didn't even come up with a number <laughs> I didn't come up with a number because I was waiting for you to be embarrassed because PZ was right. I right ballparked ball. it at
1: about one 170 go ballparking man I did that, I did that Give me exact in numbers. my mind
0: like a genius bam like that Ego you, you the supposed math where's nerd. your mind yeah, huh? Pokemon. Man.
2: Let's go fight Pokemon. <laughs> down the See, what Mo doesn't realize is that I have full control over the soundboard. That's fine.
0: Well, we have full control over the show, which we can walk out with you by yourself.
2: Perch. That's true. And li-
0: That's true. leave the
1: garage door open last. I morning. don't know whose side I'm on. Which side gets me paid more? Is it Mo getting fired or me going home? Definitely
2: <laughs> Mo getting fired. <laughs> All
1: right, sorry Mo. <laughs> Eagle, you're entirely right. Mo's a jerk. We should fire him, just like we got rid of Simon. So
0: is Joe? Is Joe uh, Cano? a guy that is a rising quarterback in the ranks?
1: I think he can be. There's still parts of his game, um, like I said, um, specifically when he makes a mistake early. He So it's going to sound like nonsense, but I promise it, it makes sense. He doesn't make a mistake until his first one. And so no one does, right? You can only make your first mistake when you make your first mistake. But mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, once he makes his first mistake, it it tends to to be a bit of a landslide. So I hope I hope he's able to figure that part out because, like you know, he's he's a fun dude. He's got a big beard. He's loud. He's annoying. He's a more talented piece. Um, but yeah, the the thing is, uh, I will say that's something he's got to kick from his game.
0: He's been to multiple finals now, I believe. Right? Correct. And he's and I lost, lost the pick the against finals. Did he not lose in the finals, or has he won a title in the finals? Well, he's
1: won with uh, the U.
0: Yes, that's right. But as a quarterback, though,
1: I don't know if he's won as a quarterback.
0: Uh, Serve your toast. What was that team
2: he had? Peanut butter and jam. I think they lost. They lost in the finals, right? Because they
1: started off. It was exactly the thing we said. Is he he started off poorly and got away? Okay, so when you think of C
0: two E Inc., do you think that's like the spot where Eagle works in his real life?
1: C two E Inc. Yeah. You think that's a spot that Eagle uh, would work No, at? because that's a consulting Eagle, group. By Eagle the way, is not energy. committed to Excel. It's it's not in his DNA. He just can't do it. They're two and zero. They are. No one's talking about this two and zero team. Well, I mean, we're the only ones who would talk we about are talking about it. We're talking about this two zero team. But I mean, <laughs> they. When you say nobody, it's a, it's a self indictment.
0: Well, That's what I'm saying, though. No one's talking about them but us. All right. Well, that's we're the voices true. of the people here. That's always true. Yeah, we are the voices of the people. Um, I look at. The cartoon character Mike Roy, and I feel like he's got steam coming coming out of his ears if nothing goes his way, and then when things go his way, he's got this machismo swagger about him.
1: Just a different color of steam.
0: Yes. Uh, are they? Like, I feel like they're gonna have like some sort of like dip in the performance. Like, it's about to happen where they could go on a, on a three game losing streak, and now Mike's gonna use this as motivation and say, "Guys, we're committed to excellence." Or Excel, whatever the bleep they use as a terminolo- terminology, or slogan here.
1: Well, his company is committed to Excel. That's that's what the the, the, the company is. So I don't imagine the reference is. Um, look, the thing is, for this division, he has a lot of talent: Sean Haney, uh, Marvin Steinberg, Hinsley Adams, Andrew Grant, Vadim Cherniak. Like that's a lot of s- star power. It's it's the best constructed roster I think we've seen Mike Roy play with for the division he's playing in. Would you would you disagree?
0: I think it is, but the the one that anchors it down is Mike Roy. Mm-hmm. I think he gets in his head too much. Because in the in the FBF Cup mm-hmm. they they were up by a couple of scores. They they ended up choking that game away and Mike Roy was at the uh centerpiece of the whole choke.
1: I mean Again, I don't, I never consider it to be a choke in, team game, in, in a team game because... But when you're up by multiple scores in the second half? Yeah, but it depends on other things because like, he's not the one allowing the scores on the other side on defense.
0: But the one he, where he's getting irritated by, where's the call?
1: Catch the ball! Yeah, so so again, I just I just think it's more complex and it's it's the easiest thing to do. And I know, well, you've grown up on the Church of Sports Radio, so the, the easiest thing to do is always the, the thing you must do. <laughs> but like, you know... You know, to say someone choked, it, 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 there's there's 12 players on the field at all times in FPF, right? So it, well, it never they comes down to five
0: it in their first game uh, committed to
1: excellence, and they're still two and zero. Oh.
2: Yeah, so
1: there's uh, 11 or 12 guys, so um, it can never come down to a single person. I will
2: add in Matt Kierak has said something. Mm. And Darnell Riley saying, I'm only here for the Division 5B report. Well, we're coming up. We're coming up. We five. And Matthew Simaja said, Did they talk about the Div 5A yet? Not yet. We're Very coming nice. up five. Yeah, we're folks. coming up five. Don't worry what about that. What did Kirax said something. Oh,
4: thanks.
0: Is he not working the rails right now in the cold weather? I don't
2: know. I leave his sex life alone,
0: man. Mr. Caboose. We'll come. We'll come. We'll come, Mr. Caboose.
4: Hey, check it. like a
0: good caboose. All right. I guess that song means we're done. Hey, you have we're more? <laughs> cyclic, yes. I have one more question to ask him in 5 Ask it.
1: Ask it now with the music. It'll be my hype song.
0: Ian Enhyver. Ian Enhyver. Ian Like that one. You Perfect. like that one.
1: Perfect. Well done. Ian
0: Enhyver. Listen, do you think he- take over? They were really impressive in the victory. Quickly here. I think they have a clear path to finally win their first title for TakeOver. This is it.
1: This is, it's a line. TakeOver is the best team in the division, adding Vincent Benjamin to a team that already included Will Power. He's wicked. Absolutely monstrous. He's awesome, Vincent um, Benjamin. I've been saying it for a long time. I, rem- I don't remember run. you saying it. <laughs> you don't, eh? At I don't all. remember not you it. At that at all. argument we had on these airs. Never uh, have we had an argument about this. But yeah, so he's, he's absolutely phenomenal. The team is well built. Ian has just developed. A really good system and that works with the guys he has it's hard to win a championship only one team gets to do it it's even harder to do these giant divisions will he win there's no way to know but they are better set up this time around than ever before
0: the stars are aligned we'll find out in three months if they will be aligned for him to win for takeover
1: I feel like I gotta always be talking with music under me I know all
0: right coming up next we got what Eagle vision,
2: 5A, 5B, co-ed, 1 and 2, and a preview no of
0: it. women's. Women's flag football, which begins this week. Correct. Stay tuned here on Calling the Audible, hour three coming up.
1: Ready. All right. Totally All right. ready. Totally ready.
0: All right. Hour number three of uh, Calling the Audible. We're doing the fives now into the uh, co-eds and then the women's league, which begins this A little week. bit of a preview, yeah. Preview of the women's league and co-ed. But we'll go with the fives and fi- five, A and five B because there is a, a popular, we're popular with the fives and five Bs. I had no
2: idea we are that popular. Prime time for the prime division. W- the w- division one people are we'll not go like Is it, it even food. still prime time? Uh, at 9:30, prime, yes. fine. 9 o'clock is still prime time. By,
0: well, we're prime time right now in uh, Calgary, Alberta, Utah, Arizona. That's prime time.
2: Arizona doesn't have daylight saving, so... But is it not two
0: hours behind now, or is it three hours behind now? Uh, I'm never sure. Check it out for us, Pizzigl. Vegas, too, I think, is the same predicament, right? They're either nope. two or nope. three. Nevada
2: has daylight... Uh, has it. All right. I think Arizona's
0: now two hours behind us. I believe that's what the case is. It is
2: currently... They're in Mountain with no daylight so savings, so it's 938, two hours. Yeah. Yep. But then in the summer, it goes to three.
0: Yeah, that's correct. Right, okay. All right, uh, PZ, Mocon here, along with Eagle, Hour number three, uh, 5A, 5B. Let's dive into it um, to get going here for 5A, and 5B. What caught your attention, PZ? Uh,
1: Well, looking at uh 5A this week, we already talked about the K-Squad Bruins game, so we'll leave that alone. Um, I'm be for the Bruins, by the way. Another game 5A. that was uh, the attention was drawn to was Ducks and Cover versus Fighting Tigers. Uh, this is one where everyone thought, ducks in cover would absolutely roll fighting tigers but instead fighting tigers actually fought through it and ended, ended with a tie uh they had a first first half deficit seth galena and his boys able to uh bring this game back um there's no doubting talent on this team uh that said i just thought the team was just a little bit more well-rounded and, and you know Seth Galina's propensity to make mistakes might hurt them more than Matt uh, ability to avoid mistakes. Uh, Matt Damon doesn't make any mistakes, but needs his defense and Guillaume Pichet to pick off uh, Seth Galina on a pick six uh, to, to be able to, to even tie this game.
0: I watched a bit of this game. I just feel like it's a mismanagement of talent. I mean, if you're the fighting Tigers, you have Dylan Taylor have one quarterback, Jimmy Adria, excellent two way player. How in God's name are those two guys not taking over football games?
1: Well, but this because you're also underselling the talent on ducks and ducks and cover because they're just less familiar names. But
0: tomorrow Yearwood,
2: former uh, teammate of Eagle, that's correct. Eagle, yeah,
1: yeah. Tabari Yearwood is a very good player.
2: taylor Raw is excellent. Maxim Kulty was basically carrying Simo in some of those games a long time ago. Matt Domal is a great QB.
1: And like like a guy like like Reynolds in especially on defense, when you have to throw over him, it, it it like, you know, I know what you're saying about about Jamie Ojea and 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 Dylan Taylor, but the guy throwing the ball is Seth Kalina, right? So a guy who's not the most, you know, the most accurate quarterback has this this monster standing in front of him where he's got to be able to make throws to get to the intermediate areas, um, and and that that does make it difficult, um, and. You know the ducks have never put out a team that's not been quality ever since they've joined FPF. So again, just because you're not as familiar with the players, it doesn't mean that they're lacking in talent.
0: Okay, look at the uh, team stats, Eagle. Uh, Just overall. Don't forget
1: the community all thought Ducks and Cover would be Fighting Tigers, and and it was it ended up being you know a lot closer and then ended up in a tie.
0: Right. Uh, The ratio of pass run was eight to one, six to one for Tigers, eight to one for Ducks and Cover. Uh, P.A.T., so we're both 0-2, but uh, the pass yards, a big discrepancy. Fighting Tigers, 125. Ducks, 71 yards. And uh, I wonder who can – I think Seth Glenn has better talent to work with to get himself better. I think Matthew Dumont, we know what his ceiling is. He's a good quarterback, and if he just manages the game well enough, they can win nine times out of ten. Because he's had his hiccups though where he's had his three four int performances which have been remarkable and you can never forget those
1: yeah that said he's also won a championship with he this has. team and they've moved up with this team like so the team this is this is the the best core of players um in any version of the ducks team is the best core of players. I'm um, at the most ever played. So,
0: like I know St. Laurent, you think he's more depressed about this tie or the fact that Danny Machocho left the University of Montreal since he was with I don't ever? see him
1: as a depressed sort of guy. And he he looks sad, uh, sad when I saw him He uh, put on an Instagram story celebrating Machocho's He looks sad
0: when I saw him on Monday's press conference. Him and the AD for the uh, University of Montreal. I was like, oh, poor them. He looks sad.
1: Perhaps. I don't know. Bittersweet. Like, emotional, I think. Like I said, I... I uh, I thought, I just thought, you know, he seemed to be happy for him on surface, and I was going to give him that.
0: And there goes, University of Montreal, down the drain without Danny Maciocha. No, they'll be good. So. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. All right, uh, other games that caught m- uh, my attention in terms of the uh, overall tip-top shape, Tyne voodoo. Uh, uh, Tyne voodoo, twenty six twenty six. 26 I asked David DeAndre.
2: should we blame Terry Tam for this time? Voodoo, uh, if people were watching the Facebook, not Facebook, the Instagram Flag Plus feed, uh, by the way, if you're not, you should totally be following us. Uh, We actually had the final play filmed from our Instagram account. Uh, Basically, Frank K. avoided the rusher, uh, found, I think it was Martin Benjeron. Uh, kind of like scrambling in the end zone for the tying touchdown, and then just the extra point was missed by fingertips, pretty much. So, so we Voodoo have a shot the of
0: Frank game. K that's been promoted on the FPF site this week. Uh, that is a, that is a classic shot of Frank K. He looked like ooh boy. We're talking this shot right here. That's it. There you go. Look at that shot of Frank K. Eh? Look at that man. That is not an endearing photo of a game action pose by Frank A.
1: Oh, I think it's pretty good. I, like that. I chose the pictures, so I thought, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs>
2: this is, I don't know. It looks a little bit. Uh, if you see any of our photographers walking around, feel free to pose. We, uh, right. we appreciate that. Look at these stats here um,
0: Tip Top Shape, I believe, has a better group of athletes. But when you look at Voodoo, they're a better cohesive I mean, units. In terms of their chemistry, the long-term chemistry. That but they there's have. there's
1: also very good athletes on Voodoo because, at saint is, is very fast. saint Amand, we all know what he can do. Angelo Angelo Garfield, Angelo Garofalo has been Garoppolo. has been a contributing player, and he's even he's played with Dave DeAndre in the past, I believe, on Team Ethnic, not tip-top shape, but um, like we know what what he can do as well, like. So, I don't think athleticism is what would ever lacks on voodoo. What, what lacks on voodoo they have, is, they have is... really good chemistry. What lacks on, uh, on both of these teams tends to be the ability to stop teams consistently. And it's not surprising in that way that they, that they, they, uh, they actually ended in a tie.
0: It's still amazing how Terry Tam has the highest offensive rating at
1: 82.2. Terry's a good player, man. I don't know yeah. why you're hating him, Terry.
0: I hate him, Terry. I'm just saying. I actually thought to David DeAndre. He was thinking about releasing him after the game. Sorry? David DeAndre was going to release him after the game.
1: Was he just a weekly week sub? Perhaps he was.
0: Perhaps he was. Uh, other games that caught your attention, Uh, Piesler, uh Brotherhood Light winning 28-6. That is a quite That's Brotherhood Light? Yeah, quite an impressive victory. Crazy Gordon Mall played quarterback last week for Brotherhood Light. Uh, this week, uh, with the win over Tough Lungs, we're now 0-2. A bit of a surprise for them. Uh, Brotherhood Light, as uh, it takes forever for this thing to load up here, and we're looking at the snow here.
1: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so them off. Um, I, I I didn't expect this to happen in in this particular game. I thought Tough Lungs would put up more of a fight. Um, Matthew Lerner has been developing over time. Uh, we see John uh Madimo, Maddie Menos Maddie Menos, leading the team program. in receptions. Uh, you know, usually in the past, no matter what, Justin Lerner would have been the guy getting all the targets so it's cool to see that um on the other side you know Quasi Gordon Mall just doing the things he does best you know he, he only put up 94 yards passing but he added 54 yards rushing on the ground as well we all know what Quasi can do on the ground he also had an interception in this game so um he he essentially took over this game and made it such that tough lungs would have difficulty keeping up and and they did, um, especially like, this is a game that was a blow up, but it was a tie game in the first half, six six. So right. it's impressive.
0: Five B, uh, we have a big uh, following. Five B, uh, green, what, what games got you uh, got you right? Monster two point uh, okay, winning over Leom de West, the men of West over here, twenty eight to twelve. Uh, our boy Patrick Jason, uh, twelve of twenty for one thirty eight, three TDs, one INT. Jason did very really well for himself overall. Uh, th- a good one for Green Monster 2.0. Um, they have a very loaded team. And of course, one guy we must mention uh, that Eagle w- really wants us to mention because he wrote it on the piece of paper over here. <laughs> right there.
1: You can't trust him in production, though. Nope. Starnell, nope. Not at all. Cavis
2: <laughs> Riley. You got a touchdown in this game. Got a touchdown. Simo, I always wondered why you're no longer a voice on the
0: radio. But now I know. <laughs> I still have a voice on the radio. That's the whole point of it, it's to co- create chaos, show the behind
2: the scenes of your.
0: All right, we need to I'm, add
2: this here. I'm, I'm sure TSN and co. really appreciate that. Oh, they do. They I definitely not like do. chaos. Because yeah. radio are. is such a thriving <laughs> industry right now. So <laughs> the last thing you want to do is make it look like as a professional endeavor. But maybe
1: what's been missing all these years is chaos.
2: Chaos so, is what makes it great.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, Les Ames de l'Ouest um, struggled. They really couldn't get the ball moving. Antoine Coté... Did okay in terms of efficiency. completed a lot of his passes, but um, it, it's problematic when you know you, you, you took, you threw the ball eighteen times, got sacked twice. So let's say that's 20 twenty dropbacks, and he ran another six times. At some point, um, you you need to be able to sustain a passing attack. Like we talked about Crazy Gordon Mall previously and his ability to add to what he does on his with his, with his feet. But what you look here is you see Antoine Cote uh, having 31 more total yards on the ground than in the air. That usually doesn't work in FPF based on uh, how the rules are set up. So we, he needs to add an, a little bit more uh, to his game, I think, before he can be truly competitive.
0: Now, I want to get this clarified for team stats here, uh, Eagle. Uh, you have average plays per touchdown. Now, what does that mean exactly? Is that 14 plays per drive to yeah. get a touchdown? Per scoring drive. Per scoring drive. So... Well, but
1: did you, does that stat include only scoring drives or all drives?
0: I will find out. Because I, I'm different. trying to get a clarification. That means for for the men of West, their average
2: plays for, per touchdown was 14 plays per drive. Well, put it sport. this way. They ran 28 plays. They scored twice. So that includes so, okay. punts and everything. Yeah. So yeah, so
1: it's, it means f- that's how many plays it'll take for them to score, not how many plays per drive. Okay, that's what, okay, that's but what I'm But on average, sure. let's say like let's say it takes them three drives to, to, to run 14 plays. It'll take them three drives to score.
0: Right. Okay, fair enough, then. That, I mean, that's a big So thing. what they need to do
1: is either uh, score on less plays or make sure every drive is 14 plays.
2: And that means you lower the score. Well, if you run plays fast, like no huddle or something, you can probably get it done. Well, the thing is, they, they
0: ran 91 yards, which could be beneficial, but in the case of totally weren't good. listening.
1: I just I covered that. one. Un- totally weren't ratio. listening to me, Mo. <laughs> I caught you. There you go. What um, else? What uh, else caught your eye, Mo? <laughs> what else caught
0: <laughs> How about that? Uh, go back to the f- uh, schedule that we have as I go back, uh, a couple of clicks here, because my computer takes forever to load up. Eagle as we <laughs> You're chill. not the only one. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, a game that really uh, caught my attention, and we'll give them props because I know he mentioned to us before, uh, the U over the Longhorns, 38-20. to 20. Um, I know the U have been flying high. The Longhorns are going in a different direction. It seems like they've been going down division by division every couple of years here. But we look at the U's victory over the Longhorns, and this was a big score by 18 points. It was. Uh, this is 5A, by the way. No, it's not 5B. They're
1: in 5A. Oh, I'm clearly
2: looking at 5A. Oh
0: man, we computer went back one click too many. Hold on here, my bad.
2: Oh, wait, we can talk about the game. I don't mind.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> I was talking about 5B. <laughs> yeah, we wanna, we wanna, All right, you, that's it.
2: Thanks, guys. Want to give some that love to 5B?
4: It.
2: Hold on here, 5B clicks, man. Uh, Do we want to talk about threat level midnight versus Brewers, utter destruction? I think we talked about it last week. I mean, it's it's,
1: it's what you expect. A seasoned team um, and a team that's done well in Division 6 previously uh, moves up and is instantly competitive. And Brewers is a team that kind of... Struggled in Division 6, they move up, and, and now they're struggling, which is not entirely surprising. They're going to take their lumps before they get better. Well, the
0: game that I want to talk about, though, is the probably the probably best uniforms because I had the T-shirt of that uh, uniform, but in the professional sense, though. Uh, Hot Sauce Sports! So Hey-oh! is best uniform. It's so sexy. It is very cool. Uh, Ego, do you mind pulling up the uh, Miami Vice, Miami Heat uniforms, please?
2: But look, look mm-hmm. how amazing they look.
0: Yes, but can you pull it up online so people can see what we're talking about? So we can give them a tease of what PZ's uniforms look like, please. I can also Why send you I? a picture. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to get the real ones. Just post up the Google search of Miami Heat, Miami Vice no.
2: uniforms. I'm just going to get the real one.
0: Okay, fair enough. Then. All right, uh, big win for Eagle. Uh, big win for the uh,
2: PC's It wasn't
1: a big win for Eagle. He's I wasn't team. on that team. I know. But He's playing against that team this week. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> but do we have any advice for Mean Girls? Yeah, no, I, I do. I do. I so So
1: what's cool about this game uh, was we knew by midway through our second drive we were going to win the game. We just were far more experienced uh, in FPF. They have some learning to do.
0: Good ex- good enthusiasm they have, though. Well, well that's it. And,
1: and we spoke to them after the game, talking to them about a few. So one of the things we were doing is they were calling out the coverage out loud <laughs> before the play. Yes. So I knew the coverage. I felt like, I felt like the Houston Astros. Who's <laughs> um, beating <laughs> the drum? I I was able, uh, you know, like I was able to uh, know what the, what the coverage was on every play. On top of that, uh, one thing we were running a lot of crossing routes, just because again, it was it was easy, it was open, and I didn't want to run up the score too bad. So I just tried to keep the ball short and keep the ball moving. And because um,
2: if you didn't want to run up the score, you'd be doing something entirely different against them, right? Well, I you, could that's have, your yeah. system, though. Your system is drags and Well No, and- but also
1: I like it, I like attacking. So I want to use the drag to set up intermediate levels. Wow. But I never got, I never needed to do that because it was just open, and there were other things open that it wasn't really worth it. I think I took it's three three or four shots past five yards the entire game. Also, I was I I was playing on one foot, so it definitely uh, definitely helped me out that that they, we're playing that kind of coverage. Sounds
2: like you need some extra physio
1: for that. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, I need to go visit visit my strip mall. Um, but honestly, like I was really, I was really impressed uh, by their enthusiasm and, and their ability, willingness to learn. I like Stephen Lombardi; he's a good guy. We spend a lot of time talking today about how to improve. Um, I won't cover Hot Sauce Sports because I'm I am on Hot Sauce Sports, it. so I'll let you do Please. the coverage there.
0: I'll do it if Eagle puts up the Miami Heat uniform. Oh, right right it. I sent it to him. It's right there. Thank you. All right. There you go. All right. Nice. Very nice. Okay. Now let's talk about the hot sauce. Board. I like that
1: it gave us a tramp stamp.
0: It did? Yeah, it's true. Uh, wait. Oh, is that the alternate uniform there? There you go. That's nice. Yeah.
1: It's uh, the, it's themed after the Miami Vice, uh, the uh, Miami Heat uh, Vice city uniforms. The city the uniforms. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So, first off, I think for Mean Girls...
2: Also, you should can find Hot Sauce Sports on uh, Yeah. ITunes. Remember if you ha- if you haven't
1: yet, remember to like, watch, and subscribe to Hot Sauce Sports. You been listening to Hot
2: Sauce Sports. <laughs> <laughs>
1: featuring myself, Terry Tam and Eagle Link oh, control. Uh,
0: Duke looked like he uh had that bomb account thing going on with the sunglasses. I don't know.
1: He's so self-conscious about being on camera, it's so weird. <laughs> it He's like, been on podcasts before and never weirded out like that. I, I don't like, know. Man,
0: he looked like he was just, you know. Anyway, so me and girls. Good enthusiasm as Pease made the point before about hey, don't reveal your coverages that you're gonna run. Love their jerseys too.
1: Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, they <laughs> have actually they wear like a pretty sick uniform. Terry Town was pretty impressed. I think what they gotta do is they just gotta mix it up a little bit more, understand their their, their depths, their their concepts of what's being thrown. Like you ran crosses pretty much a good chunk of the time here. But the thing is though, Pease, I think with the experience they'll figure it out. But this is a team that might need at least two more seasons before they really get a firm They got up
2: Brewers in Week 3, Lockdown Week 4, and Wack Attack Week 5. None of those teams are necessarily super
0: no, strong. But, but no,
1: no, but, but there's, there's experience, experience on Brewers and, and, and Lockdown. Like, right?
0: Brewers and Lockdown could very well like, – look, I think they'll probably win those games. You know, The question is, for Mean Girls, is that are they going to make it competitive? The first game they lose by 32, second game they lose by a shutout – can they make it competitive where they lose, say, maybe by a score, as opposed to losing by four scores? And if they are, not that means they're progressing in the right way. I think for hot sauce sports, this is a perfect game for PG. This to even experiment. I don't know if you did or not on the not football really. field, but it would have been nice if you did just to see how it would have been in terms of the overall outlook. But uh, this is a. I experimented
1: team uh, on one route. Uh, I called Mike Adonna on a smash in, out, and then up the sideline, mm-hmm. and. Um, <laughs> Mike felt really bad because the the ball hit him in both hands in the back of the end zone, and he was he came to apologize profusely, and then I reminded him of all the times I've dropped the ball for him. Right. So it's even.
2: Whack Attack is probably uh, a a possible win. I d- holy trollers. I don't think they're no. they have holy trollers. Goats yeah, are good. very athletic, but they're still learning the game too, yeah. so that could be interesting. And then they end their season with Warriors, Threat Level Midnight, and YSL. <sighs> and
1: ooh boy. Yeah, so look, the point is...
2: We'll come see you in week five. Four, week, week three, four,
1: maybe. Four Mean Girls. The key this year... If you win a couple games, great. But honestly, take this opportunity to uh, uh, improve... Build a system, basically. Exactly. Learn the system, learn what works. Um, and that's it. All right, uh, Five eight. Glow Gang. Are you
0: more impressed now that they're dominant without Arnold Desjardins?
1: Yes, because how could you not be impressed... With how you said that question Are you impressed That they're, not, that they're winning Without their stud quarterback but Yeah they, Of course
0: But the thing is they the, He he was unreal With uh, Glow Gang mm-hmm. And you would imagine To find a guy Of that level That skill set Is so tough And you would imagine They have a dropped them But they haven't had A drop down at all they Well, look. but like, So he,
1: he It's essentially He can't play right Because He's going about university Yeah So he's not He's not going to be playing He's not going to be playing for uh, But do you years. know This dude Brendan Gourgon? I've heard the name, but I don't know. Gorgon, if by the way, is a better pronunciation. <laughs> or Gorgonzola. He's a friend of Simon Deshesne.
0: <laughs> Brandon Gorgonzola is his name now.
1: Yeah, but somebody, uh, do you know who he is? Like, does he play tackle anywhere? I don't like?
0: remember if he did or not. I might have to look it up afterwards, but...
1: Uh, Eagle, can you check on Huddle?
0: Yeah, checking. Brandon Gorgonzola. But it's a, it's impressive because this is a team that is athletically gifted.
2: Uh, the de Memorial.
0: Okay, so he so has played. So there you go.
2: Uh, athletic gifted, and they... Might, Although he's a wide receiver, six foot one,
0: 170. So a receiver playing quarterback, very nice.
1: But he's an athlete, right? Like, that, athlete, that's,
0: yes, that's right. I, I just think that they're going to... They might have some hiccups along the way, because I think Arnold is going to bail him out quite a bit with his legs, and like his arm, rocket laser, rocket, laser, laser, laser.
1: Is he st- is he starting for Laval or not yet? I don't know
0: if he's going to start for Laval. I think he might have... He'll, he, he's going to probably... Be a strong number two. Maybe he'll get a couple of reps, but I think in twenty twenty one is when he'll start. I hope like, so, because
1: honestly, I've been I've been so impressed with this natural arm talent. It's very
0: impressive. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, right? That natural arm talent may not be there with Guglielmo, so
1: he might not make that throw. In but what, what's always been great about this team is still here. Yosefka said, Oliver Suri are legit shut down, big play corners, and th- that's that's what we're seeing. Like, look at this game. Three interceptions. Guess who got them all? Those guys. Right. Uh, on the other side, if you look at Levoiu, Levoiu's athleticism always impresses me. Uh, Jean-Philippe Aumont had a rough game, but Vincent Lajnier is a guy we've talked about mostly in Division Four, but here in his Division Five game, uh, eight, 105 and five, two touchdowns. You know, that's that's as good as a game as you as you can have in a loss. Um. He also, really- got the, he also got the only interception for uh, Le Boyu. He basically
0: did everything for Le Boyu that game. Well, he definitely did. Uh, what team in your mind, uh, PZ, when you look at the 5A, uh, are you more surprised by it? The 0-2 started Tough Lungs or Rancers? Because both those teams have had success in past, but now they're 0-2. And, and I saw Rancers play last week, and they didn't look like the team that was the uh, uh, conquering force that they were before in spring and winter seasons past.
1: Um, so, when it comes to uh, Rancers, that that started legitimately surprising me. I thought I thought they'd be good off the bat. Um, who's the other team, Mo, as I'm struggling uh, tough with lungs. my tablet? Tough Lungs, to me, is more understandable to be having these kinds of issues because I've always seen them as a team that's sort of matchup dependent in that if the other team has nothing at all that can even come close to uh, Justin Lerner, they're going to struggle, mm-hmm. and uh, his brother Matthew Lerner's biggest issues is his propensity to force the ball. So again, if it's if it's not a matchup where they just win with pure athleticism, those are the games they struggle in. So for that reason, I thought that I thought of the two, that's less surprising.
0: Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, mm-hmm. They did bring me Buffalo Wild Wings one time one summer. Uh, very good for you.
1: I didn't even know we had them in Montreal. No, we either. don't.
0: They went to Vermont to get it for me. They went to over the you know, we have one in like
1: I saw it on Uber Eats the other day. We have one in, in Laval.
0: Really? Eagle, look it up. Road please. trip. Do we really? Yeah. Look it up, please, Eagle. Oh, yes. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, Laval. Um, they're off to a great start, but can they keep it up?
1: Um. I mean, I think they can. They, they have two. Where two? Where's the second one?
2: There are no the Buffalo Bill Wings, not Wild Wings.
1: Oh, same thing or not really?
2: No, it's not the same thing. I don't Buffalo know. Bills, yeah, Buffalo Bill wings. I don't eat. Wings. I don't
1: eat fast food, so I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but um, Buffalo Wild Buffalo Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, aside from being a great name, by the way, um, I, I think that they can. They, they've they've been steadily improving for a while. Um, the the plus eleven plus minus is not thrilling to start the season. Uh, but they they had a good win against C C. S-C-L-S-U Mud Dogs just for, forever known from the rest of the show is just Mud Dogs because come on stop with your stupid stuff. Eagle, there's you need... actually three of them. There's one on Pierrefonds
2: Boulevard. Buffalo Bills. There's one on on and Laval. Is all Buffalo Bills? One on, Bo- on, on 9th Avenue. No, Buffalo Bill Wings.
1: Buffalo Bill Wings. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So it's not
0: Buffalo Wild Wings. Not Wild Wings. That's correct. Well, my mistake. What is the closest Buffalo Wild Wings to us within drive? I will find out. Thank you very much. Um... I have a beef with uh, the Bruins. Plattsburgh. How with the far to drive? Yes, I do. How Why? How far is it drive from here to there, please? Thank you, Eagle. Um, so they have nice the uniforms.
1: They do.
2: It'll be an hour and a half
0: plus border. Uh, LaCall or we, we're going through a different border. Is this like
1: another scorekeeping beef? No, because that's never. No, 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 no.
0: I, I just think they have nice the uniforms and uh, they went yellow on yellow with yellow belts.
1: Okay, so I have a question. Because I know I know where you're going. You're, you're going to ask about the flags, right?
0: Yeah. Is there not a league rule about that? You can go color on color. Or what's the uh, deal with that?
2: I don't think there is. There there was at one point for the uniform rules, but I don't know if that's still there. Because I, I know
1: in the past it's been called. I, I in the past I saw um, an FPF veteran who I haven't seen play in a little while, where his patented Michigan shorts that had a yellow stripe down the sides, and I told the ref. Either he changes or he's got to play with red flags because that's ridiculous. And the referee agreed and ha- made him change shorts.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I remember AJ Gomes had that. But approach. I'm
2: checking section eight.
0: Yeah, because they, they went gold on gold with gold flag belts. And I looked at the game. I go, my God, how's anyone going to react to see Just the
1: rip belt? off the shorts. And it's their own problem. But they have,
0: they have three sets of uniforms. They have black, white, and gold. They have black pants to go with white pants as well. Why don't they use a different color pants? Oh, because they they're
1: good? trying to cheat. It's obvious if you're not cheating, you're not trying, and my God, are they cheating?
0: Nelson man, he's very stressed out like I find he's very stressed out, yes, like he just looks like he's cockpit all the time, <laughs> like really, like look at his face though like he's like,
2: all right, let's go, you know, but is there not a rule on that though because
0: if there is th- th- they should know that
2: though uh not an official roster regulations, so I'm checking our other one just to be sure,
0: I just think that there should be some sort of rule about that. let's go to 5 b um here's the one question I have for you. What team will fail miserably in 5B this year? Like that you're going to say, my God, they're going to be a 0 and 10. P I mean, a there's 9.
1: a team quarterback by peas. So, um, I think, I think that that's always a chance, but in, in all, in all seriousness, uh, there are some teams that are going to struggle. I mean, I don't say fail miserably because the, like the, the, um, the yardsticks moved somewhat, right? So like, it depends on what your expectations are coming into the season. Uh, a team like New Wave or a team like Warriors are we're expecting to, to come in and be strong. Mm-hmm. So far, they have. Uh, Warriors have allowed only twenty four points. New Wave's allowed only twelve uh, so far. <laughs> mean Girls is a team that's going to struggle. Uh, so if, if that's your definition of failure, how about this established team that will struggle? Not not a new established team. team? No, because
0: you know it's all it's good for business, right? We don't insult new. I mean,
1: business. Lockdown's going to struggle this week. They're going to have girls, no? their their heads caved in by Hot Sauce Sports. You owe me cannolis for. All right,
0: what's the, what's the yeah. bet here with you two guys? Cannolis. Yeah. Live on air. Hold on. Here. Double. Oh, that's the, actually good.
2: Double okay, or nothing. Double
0: all right, here or we nothing. Go, here we go. But Ter- it's got to be like
2: a lot of cannolis though. Okay. Table
0: of terror. I mean,
1: it's gonna be from whatever's convenient for me. Probably Montebello. No, I mean, yeah, Able, that's not bad, Montebello's are good. Yeah.
2: That's table, good. A table
0: of terror. You have to finish the whole box of cannolis on air. How many cannolis? The wait. That's the can, first of all. I can't. <laughs> I will vomit. <laughs> that's okay. That's perfect. How that's like how many cannolis are in a box though? Twelve?
2: I can do that. How about we go twenty-four? No, 24 is a lot. 24 is possible.
0: Okay, big boys. Let's go. I, Maybe I, throughout the whole night, all of us, I could a lot of
1: cannolis. I couldn't eat two, Mo. Uh, I'm old. I don't have a young man's stomach, dude. Oh, man. Come on, guys. I can't do the eating punishments. I don't know how you guys do them. Um, oh,
0: Tell me. When you guys didn't bring me uh, mustard for my hot dogs, I died on
1: guy, hot dogs. You had me make you all beef hot dogs. I did. There was a rule at one point, by the way,
2: for the jerseys and the, uh, the the belts, rather, and your things. It's no longer in the rule book. So why? Unreal. I don't
1: know. Um. So okay. so if an established team uh, other than lockdown who've got their only win in the season, um. I guess the only other one I can really think of is going to be Brewers because coming up a division, uh, you know, they're they kind of pushed guys, into it because though. the they their cap. Hit moved up, um, but they're nice guys, though. They are nice guys, but th- I think th- I think this is good. They're they're a little bit out of their depth, uh, I believe. Um, other than that, is there anyone else? Man, Clinkers got to turn it around. Do, I don't even by understand. the way, they are
0: terrible, man. Whoa, Whoa. I don't get it, man. They, it's like they have like a disjointed like chemistry going on right now with the Clinkers.
1: But I, I don't understand it. Like the the, the roster seems like to be good like tony curry is an experienced snapper eric contains fantastic defender uh they got speed mark andre desonia has been an all-star quarterback before i don't understand who voted him in the all-star
0: game by the way his stats yeah well, yeah
1: he had a great he had a great season
0: what's the stats career-wise please Eagle, post it up for us please if you don't mind cool. uh mark andre delonia De who uh, ruined a really nice picture of uh of us at your wedding
1: Needs to be his profile pick for the league.
0: Like we had a nice picture of President Campana, Brent Bach, and Stefano. Uh, yeah, so and in Brady and I. in
1: spring twenty in uh, yeah, sorry in spring oh, twenty eighteen, yeah, really good numbers. 40 he uh, he threw forty two touchdowns, twelve interceptions,
0: and, and then well, spring nineteen he threw forty. No, we see he's, he's, oh, thrown,
1: he's thrown forty three times in one two. What's three, his
0: career passes stats? Oh, in six
1: in six seasons, he's thrown. It's a
0: really, It's like, a really good photo of us, and he wrote <laughs> it. Like it's a really good photo, man. It
1: otherwise was a very good photo. Um, the he, of of his five completed seasons at quarterback, he's thrown forty touchdowns three times. That's pretty impressive. He's got a three to one <laughs> quarter uh, touchdown interception ratio, sixty one percent completion percentage. Like he's he's been good. <laughs> he's been good, more, uh, Mo Andre Dessalnier.
0: That's a perfect cutout, too.
1: Well done, Eagle.
0: Thank you. Well done, Eagle.
1: It looked like it was his head on you wearing a cape. No, it wasn't, though. It did look like a cape. A
0: little bit of a cape. Oh, man. Maybe he's Batman. Uh, Warriors, uh, I think they have the right formula now. I think they do. I think they've uh, tempered their emotional levels.
1: I noticed that I played against them in fall. And to be honest, like, I've... Even as an employee of FPF, when I had to be confrontational with them, um, in the end, they were they were sort of understanding. We, we they, they were guys I could speak to off the field who who kind of got the bigger picture. It's just their on the field antics was still questionable. So I was weird about playing them in fall. I was like, man, I don't want to deal with these headaches. But we had a great game. It was competitive. Uh, they lost the game, and you know, didn't even have a bad thing to say. They were really, you know, they they, they, they just really seemed to enjoy the game while they were there. Um, I, I like the team. I think it's solid as constituted. Uh, they've played Lockdown and whack Attack. I'm curious to see how they do now facing, uh, you know, the, the next part of the schedule gets difficult for them as they face Holy Trollers, Southside Pizzlers, and Eagle Threat Eagle, Final 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 Night,
4: Night. Yeah.
0: What? The schedule for everyone to see. I, I know, but okay. You know, you've seen it. You're I'm saying it. it. But you know, so Holy
1: Trollers, Southside speedsters, and Threat Level Midnight are the next three games. Those ones are going to be challenges. So I'm curious to see how they do.
0: I want to have we will do. Which one? Uh, the quarterback. Mike. Which Michael. one? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Mike Solomene. Mike Solomene. Because he's he's had his... He's it's had funny his because
1: Stefano Solomene started a game. <laughs> I see what you said. Yeah. Did he, did he quarterback against yeah. you guys? Okay. You guys couldn't beat a backup quarterback.
2: We couldn't beat a backup quarterback. Jesus. Just one of those games. All right.
0: I, I think that he can... He can win a game on his arm, but then he just blows up. And, and that's where I just wonder now, you mentioned before Peas, hopefully they matured, because they've had some good teams, man. They've had some good teams, but they've always shot themselves in the foot in the playoffs and be one and done because they took a bad UR or OC, and it cost them a, 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 you know, going to, to the playoffs. And I remember one year they were missing guys because the guys were on vacation and that was a really loaded team of talent. But now I think that they have uh, that under-the-radar, under-the-belly type of uh, attitude that they can perhaps run the table and win this division.
1: Um, yeah, so I, I I think they're set up to do so. Again, I want to see how they handle some of their, their, their more difficult games uh, because they're also not putting up a ton of points. So that does worry me. Um, and I think that I don't know some of the new guys. Last time I saw them play, so I might be wrong. Last time I saw them play, other than Stefano Solomene, they, mis- they were they were they seem to be missing really top end speed. Um, so hopefully that's been adjusted addressed with some of the the new guys on the team, who I don't recognize because I haven't seen them play just yet. Uh, Ryan Snow of
0: uh, Broke Boys four sacks this year. Uh, the boys do possess a, balance o- possess a balanced offense. I think they have like six guys with one touchdown or five guys with one touchdown or more. Uh, could Snow be the guy that will bring the snowstorm? Mm, so just seasons. all that,
1: all that for that joke. Huh? All
0: that for that joke. I, mm-hmm, I, was, mm-hmm. I was put up for the last two and a half hours for this one joke. I was like, why is
1: he up a guy with four sacks? Like, it's good, but it's not crazy. Like, oh, it's two not two even games. on. It's not even on. It's not even on track to break the record. Well, no, but yeah, we,
0: have, <laughs> we, had, we get to have our first real snowstorm. Do we have? Do we have an official snowstorm? We right were supposed the-
1: to, and it, it got downgraded. I know because I had to go to work. That's why I'm in a time. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Anyway.
0: Uh, Could he be the difference maker for this team and for Broke Boys to perhaps go a little bit further than expected with a pretty good pass rusher on their uh, fingertips?
1: Um, I've always been a fan of Broke Boys to begin with, so um, it it wouldn't surprise me. And, of course, having uh, their athletes on defense and now having a a rusher who seems to be able to apply pressure, um, I think that that adds dimension to them as well. By the way, using the term "adds dimension" is a great way to say nothing. Yeah, this, this is a flop. <laughs> it, <laughs> it meant fluff nothing, but drink. now I got the page loaded. Uh, b- so, beating Chocolate Barracudas is a big deal. They they lost Johnny Fireball to start the season, uh, but they uh, they take the they, they they take a tough tough fought win against Chocolate Barracudas. Uh, Cam Wilson just avoided making mistakes, uh, and they forced two errors on Sonny Elias probably feeling the pressure, getting sacked by Ryan Snow uh, two times uh, in this game. Uh, he, he's, he forced some passes. He, we, we saw Matthew Campbell get away with one, and uh, Tyson Otis Copeland got his hands on four passes, only able to intercept one. But still, it just means the ball was in trouble too many times. I, I thought Sonny Elias had took it, taken a step, but he really struggled in this game.
0: All right, let's get down to the next divisions here. Eagle, what's up? A L- lot for us now. Co-ed? Co-Ed? Co-Ed. Co-Ed. All right. So we go into Co-Ed one uh, we have a uh, third down for what at 2 and 0 and we have a bunch of teams at 1-0, 1-0-1, or 1-1, and Michael Scott's tot and three Hunas at 0-2. Um, Early on, early impressions here, PZ. I've yet to see too many uh, Kawhi games on my fields uh, in Brossard, if not in Lachine, but from your expectations so far, has this unfolded to what you thought it would be?
1: I mean, to a degree. Um, third down for what We knew to be Sort of a powerhouse um, You know They're they're A constant they're, they're basically Furniture At the finals At this point um, Power Rangers t- Took a loss To Midtown uh, This week Which was A little bit Of a shakeup uh, You know you, you expect Power Rangers You expect uh, Third down for what To be up there At the end um, Power Rangers Being quarterback By time Velveth of course um, But Midtown Midtown able to keep this to be a sort of, you know, not a low scoring game, but not a, not a absolute barn burner. Uh, and, you know, Phil Angel and Peo Belanger doing the, the bulk of the, the damage, uh, on offense. Um, for, for Power Rangers, uh, we saw Jasmine Farmer all over the field as she, she tends to be, uh, as well. So, uh, they they got kind of the production they were expecting from you know guys you know people like maxim Giroux uh had a big game he got three of the touchdowns um you know we, we mentioned we we mentioned J- jasmine farmer as well um and Emile uh badeau with the other touchdown and, and six catches in this game as well so it's 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 a game where it just seems as though mid- midtown got to ha- play the kind of game they wanted to and it came down to converts, which I'm sure if, you know, Power Rangers being able to play their game, Tam Villadeth is able to just, you know, stay one drive ahead the whole game, and it just didn't work out.
0: You know, this is a look for the more into, um, I know we were on it before, Speed Academy uh, with their tie. Uh, this is a pretty athletic, athletic gifted team overall. I, I see some of the guys, Daryl Dorsley, who we know very well in this league, Emile Plant, But they could be one of those uh, dark horse teams that can make uh, – move up the rankings here and perhaps alter the season because all eight teams do qualify for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, top six and you get the top two by here. So I'm looking at Speedy Academy in the terms of the long-term view of what they could be in this division uh, as my team uh, for my weekly bandwagon team of the week in uh, Coed One.
1: Well, so, you know, they took on uh, Party Mix. Party Mix is another team we've known for quite a while. Um, um, and honestly... You know, to your point, Dal Dorsi did score one of the touchdowns. Jimmy Minera is a guy in also known uh, in FPF circles, sc- scores a couple times as well. Um, perhaps. Uh, I just think it's kind of game that um, Party Mix didn't expect Speed Academy to be able to keep up with them. They did. Franco Delorier uh, had a decent game, and it, it just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough to be able to 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 come up with a victory. But Speed Academy now, uh, ha- they still haven't lost the game. They beat Michael Scott's thoughts. And tying Party Mix. And those are two uh, you know, teams we've come to know uh, in, in Michael Scott's thoughts and Party Mix. So that's pretty impressive. They do face third down for what this week. So if they can get that upset, that would be awesome. They, they actually go back-to-back back, third down for what and Power Rangers back-to-back back
0: weeks. Yeah, Party Mix has uh, Scott's thoughts this week. So mm-hmm. that could be a win for them to get back in the win column. Uh, Coed2. Uh, When we look at that quickly here, Eagle, as we line up that uh, Mm -hmm. division right now as we buy time for ourselves. When we buy time, we're trying to work our way through the uh, uh, obstacles of the uploading here, and now we have it up, ready to go. Uh, So far after two weeks of play, we have three teams at 2-0. Kiss My End Zone, it's a match, and Athlete Squad at 2-0.
1: So it's a match. Again, it's a team we expected to be – At the top of the rankings, they are. uh, Alexis Lavonte, you know, he played. He played well. He protected the ball. Um, He scored five times. A lot of times, it's going to get you the win, and that's exactly what they did. Although almost all the scoring coming in the first half, just an absolute onslaught to start the game. Um, This team is is well built. Um, Going up against A Town, um, I'm curious to see how A Town develops over the season. Um, I want to see how how good they look with a few games under their belt.
0: Are you surprised Ying and Yang are in, uh, the second division of Coed, not the
2: first division, because they did win spring season last year? Uh somewhat
1: eagle. What, how does that work with the separation of divisions in Coed? Uh,
2: I believe you register, and then that I think that's it. Actually, to be honest with you, I'm not entirely sure because
1: Ying
0: Ying and Yang won Coed last year. In spring co-ed season, two, co-ed two. so should they have moved
2: up to co ed one? We don't Not know necessarily. I mean, if you fit if you fit the quarterback cap and you fit the roster cap, that should be it. And mm.
1: it's just like it's a plethora of weapons that Justin Weir has, like Matthew Peacock, uh, K. Allen Beckles, Olivia Sumani. Um, these are all people he can go to to make big plays, and um. It was rewarded it, it, it's, and has been rewarded. So it is surprising, given that they won co two, to see them back in the division, and, and we expect them to to run the table. But sort of like the storyline we can follow season long is, is w- whether or not they can be dethroned by either a new up-and-comer or, or one of the teams built specifically to beat Yin and Yang.
2: I have a question for you guys. Yes. Uh, Yin and Yang, they got Jays next week. Am I the only one who's confused in terms of what's going on with Jays? Because we looked at this roster last week, and we were like, oh, you know, it's the old Jays, but Hyman Long is in quarterback. And then this week, he is. and they He was selling gloves last week. 31-12 to Kiss My End Zone, and he has a terrible game. I mean, for Hyman Long standards, where When normally... was his last
0: game in FPF? Yeah. Before this. Yeah, before this. Yeah, but that's it, though. He, he didn't play spring season.
2: No, he didn't. But but think of what we know Hyman Long for doing in the adult division, right? It's high percent uh, completions all the time, right? Safe plays, keeps the ball to himself, doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. This game, he's 11 for 27, 71 yards, two TDs, two INTs. I mean, that's not a, what we would expect from him in Long. So no. do you think Coed's just a different world for him? Or It, I think it, so.
0: it is, but let's not forget, it. you know who, who would embrace him for their system? John Gruden, because he does what he, Gruden wants. But that's I think you're right. He doesn't, doesn't fit right now. I think... It might take him two or three games to adapt to playing co because it's a different speed, different way of doing things, different thinking because, yeah. you know, when you think about his level of, of success with uh, with, uh, with Jays and Green Lantern, they've played some in t- high intense stakes uh, of football in finals in, in, in years past. So I think for him, maybe it's just reading the play and letting it develop a little bit more longer than throwing it quicker than, than he anticipates. But I think Hyman Luong will be fine in this division once he gets more acclimatized uh, to the whole level of speed and how it's played out in Kuwait too.
2: I also will give him benefit of the doubt. I mean, if it's your first game back after a while and you're playing Joshua Vasquez, Alexandre Blais, Alexis Dubois, um, Abigail Cockerton, like these are good players too so it's not like you know it's like oh yeah you know it'd be an easy walk in the park like that's a hard defense to go up against potentially
0: yeah you know speaking to Alexis dubois about his team uh, he's very fairly confident with the roster he's com- he's come uh put together i mean it's a good team it's a, it's a solid team and uh they were quite happy i think they had played gang and yang i believe i kissed my end zone they did and they won and they won and he was saying we're, we're really happy because there's a lot of former teammates of uh a very popular man on that team, Gino DeFazio, that they were very happy to get the victory over. So I think kiss my end zone, they could perhaps go on a run now and perhaps be 5 no or 4 no by the time we hit the Super Bowl
2: break in uh, in two weeks' time from now.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
2: Do we want to look at the women's division? We no too. games played, but this is going to be the first week um, effectively ever in FPF. All right, this is what we're going to do. Uh, can you go to the women's page for us, please? Yes, Eagle?
0: Thank you very much. All right, we're going to pick one team each.
2: Eagle, can you tell us a
1: bit of the history, though, of the women's division, how they came to be in FPF and so on?
2: Uh, well, just as a general type of conversation around it. So it's been something we've been looking to do for the longest time. Um, we've always wanted to have a women's only division, but it's always been a question of demand. So are we really going to be able to staff a full division of women teams? So we've had one or two teams that are like, oh, we're interested, but you can't obviously do a full division of two people. Uh, so, coed was kind of our venture down the route to get there. It's gotten a lot of popularity. Now we have two co-ed divisions. That's remarkable. And yeah. then, as well, the growth of women's football in Montreal or the surrounding areas. I mean, there's been other leagues or opportunities that have been you know, available for, for it. So we've decided to kind of venture into that, try and gauge some more interest. We've worked with some people in the community as well to try and bring in teams, and we got six teams that are registered for this uh, division. So we don't really know exactly what to expect. We know there's some really awesome teams that are playing, you know, tournament level, and others maybe more, you know, friend groups and everything. But uh, you know, we're gonna see what happens
1: in this first season.
0: All right, so we're all gonna pick a team, and that'll be a team that we will support through the course of the season. Done. I got
1: mine. Philly so this is my team. Huntsick girls for me. Okay. I I work in (laughs) 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 Huntsick. Give me (laughs) Huntsick girls.
2: This is my team. You have Huntsick girls.
1: Listen, I work in Huntsick. I know how tough a Huntsick can be. Give me Huntsick girls. My
2: my office headquarters is officially in uh, Austin, so I'm going with Team Texas. Nice. So team taxes, right. So Well, oh, uh, you wanna take a look at your roster?
0: Yeah, hold on here. Uh can you go to the roster,
2: please? Oh, that's a good roster,
0: that's actually. A phenomenal <laughs> roster, man. I've really hit off well on that one. All right. <laughs> yes, sir.
2: Here we go. So wait, let's talk a little bit about this team since we have it up. Venice very won the first uh co
0: ed title, right? With, she did. Uh with the infamous Ray Star Wars broadcast call. Tara, which which
1: team is this story? Uh, uh Absolutely okay. Yeah. And honestly, the thing is we, we, we have uh, if I could take a moment, gentlemen, we, we have a show uh, run by you know we're basically we're three dudes, right? Um, if we can get guests from this division, that would be awesome. Your voices here are super important. Uh, being able um, to talk FPF from a female's perspective and, and, and about this new division from your own perspective would be absolutely awesome. Hearing your stories and, and what took you to flag football, I would love that kind of stuff. It, to me, that's, that's more interesting than anything that these uh, two idiots, idiots talk, can do. Talk about, yes, exactly. So definitely, definitely, if you're at all interested, reach out to me, reach out to Mo, reach out to Simone, reach out to Eagle, reach out to Terry. We have a giant staff for what we do. We're so overstaffed and most of it is just because I can't be trusted. Yeah, um, we, we try to bubble wrap
0: up easy when it comes to uh, broadcasting. Uh, yeah. The schedule games will be all at Stade of Montreal or is it going to be spread out that, you
2: uh, good question I'm also going to take a look at PZ's roster for the 100 girls also Montreal. Uh, I think these are no no there's a few uh, returning people Jade uh, Baron and Alexandre Interocci have played before you guys okay. are okay. touching They're my team new. man you guys are touching my team so that's all said the Montreal and I'll take a look at Team Texas as well uh, Team Texas
0: who we got from Team
2: Texas oh this is this is not bad Sarah Parker's on this team that's a good Marie-Lou is on this team yeah. You know what, Mo? I think me and you, we're, uh, we're in a good neck. spot. Guys, we're just neck because, neck. again,
1: just because the unknown quantities, I'm telling you, I spent too much time in a Huntsick. I'm winning this one. I'm Do we want to take
2: one. a look? Okay, so let's take a look at District, just again, so we can take a look at are
1: the we, roster. Are we betting? So so um, the
0: loser of the three of us has to buy... Constance
2: Milaz uh, uh, on this roster. Uh, uh, yeah, because the
0: hold on, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the women's final will be Roadshow weekend, right? If yes, the it will. Okay, so... Are we doing regular season or are we saying who's going to the championship? Regular season,
1: the lowest record of the three has to has to pay the bill at Dunn's after the road show Done for the winner. Oh, Done.
2: man. That's going to be wild. Done. All right. So that's And the it basic. will be a
1: cheat day for me, Mo, so you're going to have to pay up.
2: For rookies, on, this on, is hold literally hold a here. team of rookies. Mo, do you recognize any of these names from any uh, leagues by any chance? Oh, hell no, I don't. You could have been a little bit more nice about it. I was but trying only. to be more transparent, but that's how I can go with. Uh Spartiat only has one person on the roster right now, so we will find out what their roster looks that like. God, no gonna, that that could mean anything. This could be a great team potentially. So yeah. That's what we uh know uh, so, this is gonna be the hold first one. Let's let's
0: let's just clarify one thing. So let's say we have a three way tie. Let's say our teams go six and four, six and four, six and four.
1: Then pl- then we use playoff like, Can't we
2: just tie break using our usual tie
0: breaks? Well, point differential, points four? Like are we using that or are we or that? do we go
1: like like Playoff like standings where like the last team standing, standing is the winner, wins. the first one eliminated. Is pain for well,
2: is pain. Well, say, well, on, if, if that happens, we resolve it at that point. Well, Otherwise let's it should be say, tiebreakers. Let's though. say all
0: three teams get bounced in the first round. So we're going by, by At hour. that point, we
1: use our actual we use the FPF tiebreakers.
0: Okay. So FPF tiebreakers. I think we have
1: enough stipulations in here.
0: Okay, so we have our teams picked and we have Duns on the line. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, anything last words here your boys before we wrap it up.
1: Um. No. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited for the first week of women's action. Let's get it Stade done. South de
0: Montreal. Here we come. Look forward to it, and uh, we'll definitely expand into the uh, women's division to hopefully get someone on in the next come in the coming weeks here, and uh, we'll look forward to doing that.
2: Are we just gonna stare at the camera, not saying anything? Really? That's what yeah. you're gonna do? Really? That's what you're gonna do? you realize there's a the D- break now D- this is when you need to talk i work with incompetence all right well i guess i'm doing this sign up for tonight thank you for tuning in calling the audible week two this was awesome uh thank you to our guests uh this week we had andrew langberg uh jf Delos, and we had uh rory Summergen. pronounced that properly uh Follow Rorothamajan on Instagram to go check out his plays. Unfortunately, I couldn't get that in time, but awesome stuff. Uh, Tune in next week uh, where we're going to take a look at the results of the uh, week one of the women's division. Uh, We'll talk about 35 plus for five minutes as they play. And we'll probably make fun of the finest roster just because. From all of us here at Calling the Audible, thanks for tuning in. Good night, Carlos Beltran.
4: Bye.